Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Let's go. The team's all here. Uh, you got the Rick and Bubba show. About to end our 27th year. Our birthday coming up uh, in early January of 2021. Okay, so, uh, Bubba, I, I would like to start this hour by saying that our audience, uh, they are amazing people. Uh, I mean, truly amazing. Uh, and the things that y'all pick up on and the things you know. You talking about Joel again? How you'll find, no, I'm, I'm not talking about. Yeah, I've got to. Uh, we, we were talking about a friend of ours who oh, just announced that, that is so, he and his wife sharing that. are having a, a baby, and they're in their mid-40s, and it was unexpected. And uh, Congratulations. Ha- and they're, we're celebrating, uh, and that's uh, Joel with, with Hendrick. Uh, is where all Hendrick there drivers. Is. Does he want that out? You think? Well, I don't know. That's maybe there's people here. Well, he's telling a lot of people. Telling a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> Rick, so, him telling Rick. the Bible study Sunday school class, and you and I, I'm not sure that meant he wanted everybody out there. <laughs> well, <laughs> once you tell this one, yeah, once you good tell point. this one, I didn't say it. You said, <laughs> you said Joel. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, you actually dropped his name. Look, until you're ready, if you tell this one something, you better put some tape across it. <laughs> if he thinks it, he says it. Uh, Sorry, so, Joel. Uh, it's a gift. It's but you a, said, don't, Joel, I didn't say it. Yeah, right. Uh, it's uh, a <laughs> hey, congratulations. What a, ce- what a celebration. Uh, it ain't my fault. It's Rick's fault. <laughs> well, <laughs> stay with that. Yeah. The, uh, but uh, it was a funny funny call I got from him about it. It was uh, all involving the Bible study and something we talked about. But uh, probably we don't want to open that can of worms theologically with everybody today. Sure. But, um, but anyway, Friday. it was. But it was funny. It's still it, funny. It may be worth talking about yeah. one day. It, it, it's it's something I I've thought about a lot. Right. <laughs> uh, so so I'm, I'm sitting around. Now you think about how how the audience is just amazing. So as a lot of you know, uh, we, you know, we got, we got the SEC playing football this weekend, and we'll unpack the whole thing here this segment and next because now the Pac-12, they finally uh, they, they're in. The Big Ten is in. Uh, so really, college football by the time we get to the end of this year is going to be everybody's going to be playing. It looks like, uh, except for maybe the SWAC, they're still holding on that they're going to play in the spring, but. I don't think you can really play spring college football. I think that's a huge step out. Can I give you the official uh, intro to to it being back for the Pac-12? It came from the president. Did you know that? No. He tweeted, great news. Pac-12 football is back this fall. Congratulations to the players, their family, the coaches, and the universities, Trump tweeted. The West Coast games will kick off soon. You're welcome. (laughs) I love it. <laughs> He's taking credit for the Big Ten oh, and the yeah, Pac-12. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, he pressured them. He yeah, called he them up. He did. I tell you what pressured them is they looked around and everybody was doing it. Yeah. And then they all of a sudden tried to figure out how they're going to support that university minus a uh, couple of hundred million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. USC, what, what was it, $130 million? <laughs> So anyway, so everybody's starting to go. And, and, of course, SEC football, we're excited about that. And I'm kind of – I mean, I feel bad for how hard it's going to be on some of the teams. Mm-hmm. But as a fan – the fact that every single game in the SEC will be SEC matchups, I'm yeah. all about it. Yeah. And, and so, and we got some good ones coming up this weekend. So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I get an email from one of our listeners that says uh, my uh, middle son Brooks Big Love Burgess goes to Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. He's a ju- junior at Mississippi State. And so, something in case, by the way, in case y'all wonder how quick time goes, yeah, well, that, so, is, wow. that is quick. So all of a sudden, somebody says, "I think this is Big Love in Mississippi State's hot video." And I said, How what? In Mississippi State's hot video. So, look, 
There he is, right mm-hmm. next to him. Oh, that's him and Drew Gorowski <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah and, and he just slung his hair around right. to get it out <laughs> he of the did. So, yeah, It's so, got a fresh sling. So, <laughs> so this is just a passing crowd shot. We'll show you the hot video. The and then and somebody caught that that's one of our kids. That is the that's amazing. Video. That's paying attention. It that's is. like finding Waldo. Can it y'all is. believe that, no. that, that he's so, just in a sea of, of students and, and boys? So see, that's it's real short. It's real short if you want to watch it. You can carry now. So watch it coming by. Um, and they'll show the it, people, and then what, the now that you know where he is, you can actually see mm-hmm. him. Football. It's what brings us together. That is so funny. There right there. There 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 yeah. It's a kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know. His smile kind of stands out it in the does. crowd. It I, does. I, I, Look at that hole. Rick, I thought I saw you in it. Yeah. Yeah. Football is in our blood. Now, you, you would have seen me. Uh, wait a minute. Is that Matt Watt's voice? I don't know. Game day's here. Take over the town. The memories made in this house last lifetimes. Remember that one? Mm. The reunion looks a little different this year, me, by but the, way. the family mm. that made us is still here. You know, that's when we that have a bunch of people at games. Yep. of cowbells may not echo as loud in the stands. But Wait till they show Mike Leach here in a minute. Because you forgot he was the coach. Symphony will resound across our state. Football is who we are. Bulldogs never back down. This is Mississippi State football. The maroon and white. And we are back. So anyway, so we get a listener like that. watches that hot video and catches. What, can we watch it? Roll it again, Adler. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you where Rick is. I think it's Rick. We need to take a <laughs> oh, really? Yep. There he is. <laughs> Roll it. Oh, wait a so you're gonna look for me in it this yeah, time? I'm, I'm gonna show. I think I saw you. Yeah. Okay. Right there. I've sat on that twenty before. Mm-hmm. Something was missing. The fun, the excitement. Right. That the is people. Man. There you are. <laughs> 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 that, that was me just passing the. Yeah. There's big love. There's no big love. Look at it. Kind of having a good old time. Too. That's funny. That's that funny. is funny. But I can't believe our audience. I really cannot That's believe funny. our audience. I don't know how, they, how did they catch I that? Don't know. And then he sent me the 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 the, the screen grab. Mm-hmm. And the one he sent me, he actually t- took a yellow circle and circled him so yeah. I could see him. So thank you for that. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's real now because tomorrow it starts. If you're yeah. listening live, mm-hmm. yeah, it does. And Mississippi State and LSU will. Uh, Hmm. We'll uh, kick this baby but off. At who's two. the first game? Is it Auburn, Kentucky at eleven? Yeah. There's yeah. a couple of them at eleven, aren't yeah. there? Florida, Ole Miss, and and then you got Auburn, Kentucky as well. That, at that, 11. that may be an ex- the Auburn, Kentucky game may be a very good game. I mean, Kentucky is mm-hmm. better than they've been in a long time. Yeah. Early kickoffs not historically mm-hmm. good for Auburn. Which why is that? Who I, knows? I know it. We've talked about uniforms, Rick. I know there's different players in them, but mm-hmm. they seem to act the same decade after decade. I, I, I don't know what I wouldn't want to play at 11 o'clock. Anymore. Really, all of them uh, should be good games because mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be a lot of mistakes made that are normally not made oh, yeah. because you don't have yeah. time to get that out of Absolutely. the way. And think so about there's going to be an upset or two so, that we didn't so whoever see coming. Can, whoever can play basics better, yeah. blocking, tackling, and then make adjustments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about how many new quarterbacks are making their start, their oh, debut, yeah. Yeah. without the practices and all the stuff that you normally it's have preseason. Task. I mean, it's, but, wow. But you know something, too? You, you always blame the crowd noise for a lot of people jumping off sides. You're not going to have a lot of that. 
But I bet you'll still see a lot oh, of people yeah. jump because I, I saw it in the pros. Yeah, yeah well, you know, the people were jumping. Yeah. There was no noise. It's you easy could, to blame crowd noise. Yeah, well, I but mean, I could hear mistake, I could hear the know? quarterback crystal clear. And sitting, that's why and they're I, saying and they're I was jumping five hundred miles away. They're saying that, that a lot of the defensive fronts are jumping off sides because they can hear the quarterback. They can't hear the quarterback. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've never in my life already concentrated and playing playing that position. I remember hearing it because it's one hundred percent right. The thing that drives you mad as a coach, and I know it drove my coaches mad, how in the world does a defensive line ever jump off sides? Right. You're right in front of the <laughs> You're ball. You're so ready to go. Just watch the ball. Um, Especially in a short yardage situation. I know. When you know that what know. they're going to do. So, what about when a wide receiver that's, I mean, I mean, he's, he's 50 yards away, it looks like, and yes. jumps. I I know. Know. Or better yet, lines up offsides. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's good. good. Yeah, You're supposed to check with the guy. He'll tell you yeah, if you're offsides or not. Yeah. Uh, he'll also tell you if you're on the line or not before you get us a your illegal formation. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, last night UAB waxes South Alabama. That's surprising. Forty two ten. I mean, not that they won, but they won so big because mm-hmm. South Alabama had a pretty good team this yeah. year. And that was uh, wasn't that their home opener for their new stadium? Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, no, because no, no, they played they two played lane, lane there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah, because yeah, I saw that. Game. Yeah, they were definitely at, oh, at South right. Alabama. Which, by was, the way, I stopped watching that game. Sure. I thought South Alabama had won it, and the two lane. I guess yeah, did man. they come back and beat them at the I end? I think or so. And that, and I don't know. South Alabama was up. I saw a big stack daddy on TV. I did too. South Alabama struggling with his mask. We used to. Yeah, see, he hates that mask. Oh. We used to see their campus every year going down there for tennis tournaments, and I mean they really have turned that place up the last few years. Oh, we it were there. Looks, it's yeah. fantastic. The entrances and all was so impressive. Yeah. yeah so, uh, and then uh, we have uh, a game tonight. But do we acknowledge college football Friday night? Who, who's playing? Middle there? Tennessee. Oh, that, who's playing tonight? And uh, good for them. All uh, right. Is that what's some is TV that, time out there? Is that MTSU? Nice. Middle, Middle Tennessee, Tennessee State. State yep, that's it. Okay. I've seen them a lot this year. Uh, okay. So it looks like uh, every week we report more college football. We're going to be getting underway. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes past the hour. Thanks for being with us today. On the Rick and Bubba Show, and don't forget, coming up this weekend, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, our guest, Rhett Walker. We had a great conversation with Rhett Walker. A lot of you, you know, the Rhett Walker band, we, we fell in love with their music, and, and then they went away for a while, and now Rhett Walker is back with a brand new album, Good To Me, is the new single. Uh, but I don't know. I think a lot of you out there, be sure you listen to the uh, the podcast this weekend, Rick and Bubba University. I think the testimony of Rhett Walker will speak uh, to uh, a lot of you out there, and uh, and also uh, and, and you know it it was he, really good. He was very open about it, and it allowed us to talk about it a little bit more, which mm-hmm. sometimes uh, are taboo subjects. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it was uh, really a great a great message that came out of that. Yeah, it, it, there's a great uh, discussion in there about uh, you know uh, being pro-birth versus being pro-life, uh, and I think you'll get a lot out of that, uh, talking about what it's like to be uh, a musician, what it, what's it like to be a pastor's kid, all these things that uh, Rhett Walker uh, has been through and uh, continuing to work his way through. And um, the new album, if you haven't heard it, is very good, it and is. it's available everywhere. So anyway, catch that conversation with Rhett Walker this weekend on Rick and Bubba University the podcast, and that's a unique podcast that we do most every week, and it's available wherever you get podcasts. Bubba, I have 
you know, hang it, you get excited. I've got some new merch for you. Oh, Rick, now, share it. Yeah, Adler, I think you were going to the bathroom during the break. I was going to let you know what I was about to call up, but it's two new items in the Rick and Bubba store. One of them I think we've already put out there. This other one we haven't. So you, you'll you see it, and then you'll have to go grab it. I was going to tell you before I talked about it, but I couldn't find you, so I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so anyway, one of them we've already talked about before, and I think, uh, Helms, you've even put out on our social media, but we had not brought one to the studio yet. And this is also part of Bubba's new addiction to Spark. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I know where you're going here. Yeah, so this what do you one, got? Look at here. Look at that baby. Oh, so, uh, yeah. well, I'm going to have to fight. Yeah. So, so this baby right here. That's I'm going to awesome. tell you what. Just look at this. It, look at all the little Rick and Bubba sayings that are on it. This mm-hmm. is a what do, you, what, do you, what do you call this? I call it a shaker, but it, it's, it's a, probably it, not. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a water That's a jug. Bo- Let me go hold it in the camera closer. It, it's a it's a, a it, it's a water bottle, but you also can mix your spark or your shakes or mm-hmm. anything in it right yeah. there. Yeah, there it is. There it is. He's got it up on the board yeah. here. So if you look at it, this is our thirty-four <laughs> ounce Triton uh, we're walkabout. Call, I don't know what a walkabout. That's a walkabout. A John Brown a walkabout. You walk about with it. But if you can't Walking see out. this, what what's so cool? What? About, what's cool about mm. it? It has a, tote. It has a Rick and Bubba logo on it, but then it's got all these Rick and Bubba sayings nice. all uh-huh. over it, and it's bright colored. It just pops. It, it does. It, it, it just it pops. Does. I mean, th- you, there's water bottles, then there's this, and, yes. and it just pops. Yeah. And I want y'all to know that we decided they tried to show us some that were like didn't have as many ounces. Like, no, we give us a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's you, a good you, size. Yeah, Thirty-four ounce, babe. That's a good. Let's size. Let's get a big one. It's easy to deal with. You that can't lose the top off. No, of it. see, it yeah, operates smoothly. That's always so, yeah, I like that. That's, that's for you, buddy. Right. That's nice. That's engineering at its finest, right yeah, there. That's for you, buddy. Well, you can put your powder in there and. and You'll turn Mix it. Yeah. Lock it down. Yeah. So, how you like it? I uh-huh. love them. Some yeah. spark. Mm-hmm. Look that, at that. That's, that's a nice uh, water bottle. We're going to start calling them sparky. All right. Mm-hmm. So, Greg and I got something for you. Uh oh. Awesome. Oh, Can no. I go put it in my truck? All right. You, you know, there's, there's, the, there's the style of hat called the trucker hat. Okay. And we've had this in Navy. Oh, yeah. We had this okay. in Navy Blue in the past. I like it. And so, uh, we, huh. we we sold it through those, and it was time to Ooh, reorder. I like the green. And on the reorder, we started talking about <laughs> let's go with a different color this time. Okay. And and you know, there's the truck. We've got the old real, you know, heavy duty, real mm-hmm. fancy, sewn in stuff. Like and, and this has the sewn in on it too. Mm-hmm. But what I'm talking about, this is what I call an economy hat. You know, I'm I'm gonna work in this. I'm I'm, I'm probably gonna get it dirty. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. but I but I don't have a huge investment in it. Either. My fish in it. They're they're not they're not they're twelve bucks. I mean, they're not very expensive. Right. right. Uh, but they there's a trucker hat. They got the net look on the back. At that. But now we've got any kind of a hunter's green kind oh, of a I like kind of that look too. A little more a little outdoorsy uh-huh. looking. And uh, so so Greg, this is this is for you, buddy. Thank you. There you look go. at so, that. There, there, so I, like that. It. I like it Rick, a lot. I'm gonna have to get more because yeah. I know the girls are gonna try to take this away from me. This is a big yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. Speedy, now you know hey, what I mean. Moving to. Speedy to now knows what big I mean. Head. Yeah, when I say head. it's Ruth Chris all over again. What's that? You, you now it. know what it means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, oh, I didn't oh, have enough. I didn't have enough for everybody. But I mean. Any of it's these fine. items I can get for y'all yeah, if y'all like. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'll just buy mine. Yeah, exactly. Have Amazon delivered. Yeah. <laughs> that, Ruth Chris, that Ruth Chris was the most bizarre thing. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, really that was. It really was. It was just one after another. <laughs> and you know how I get uncomfortable with moments like that? Yeah. <laughs> when you get that gift, I was like, it's, oh, no. It's like I was tearing my cracker up and giving some to Ham's on the table. <laughs> but remember, yeah. the, the weird part is the guy basically was telling me that he didn't like me, but he kept giving me gifts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Reaching across Ham. He's yeah. reaching right over him. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was kidding. I know. That's 
seem like a Greg hat, and that and I know it Bubba's, does, yeah. Bubba's excited about it. Bubba's spark. on this little kick. I want, thing. Hey, have, you, have you already had a spark? I'd like to see you mix one in today. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had one. Get your bump, buddy. You see him jogging around here? Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a rumor he was jogging. I don't know. You like yeah. that? Yeah. Sprints. Isn't that yeah. good quality? Isn't that just? I like I like the way the the words are on the box. Yeah, I mean they got like a covering over them, so you know they're not going to peel off. When they showed me the the mock up of that, I got so excited. Yeah, that really is pretty cool there. You know when somebody sticks. Uh, and it's coming more popular where they stick a bunch of stickers on something mm-hmm. or on your computer or whatever. That's what it looks like, but it's it's actually made that way. Yeah. I mean, it looks really good. Well, what I'm trying to get away from when you get into Rick and Bubba merch, and sometimes we've pulled it off, sometimes we haven't. Matter of fact, I shot one down yesterday, is I don't want it to ever look like, well, this is an item I could go buy somewhere and y'all just put a sticker on yeah, front of it. That's a good it. point. I want it to yeah. look like it's got, and that right there is, it look, like it's it. Rick and Bubba. It's well done. Mm-hmm. It's high quality. And uh, and then hey, we got a we got a Christmas item coming up. You ain't gonna believe. It. Can, oh, can yeah. I tell you why I like this too? I made something when I was like fifth grade because mm-hmm. we had a, a teacher that was Picture really it? big in arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. Look, we all was in, in fifth grade. No, that's not like, like that's weird. This is when you were allowed to be creative. Yeah. I get yes, it. Yes, back here. before I had such a chilling right. thing. Right. Before I, back, you know, early days of the show when mm-hmm. I could speak freely. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Probably like the teacher a little bit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Bubba, just for you, I'm going to go get breakfast. I'm going to pull you back in about three minutes. Okay, wait. Let me just tell you. So we had a project where we took and we cut out words and phrases out of magazines. Just crazy. Just and glued it, them on a big jug. Well, we glued them <laughs> on a cigar box. I remember okay. this. Uh-huh. I remember and, this. And then we then we took weeks painting them Slide with them. Elmer's glue. Yeah, and okay. it dried clear so you could see it under it. And it had a hard finish on it, and I loved that. I box. remember that. We and did I kept the same that thing. box. I think I've still got it somewhere. I got something. In. We mm-hmm. did the same thing, but we put it on a big glass jug. Yeah, wasn't that fun? And this reminds me. A penny jug. This reminds me that, and it kind of feels it like does. that a little mm-hmm. bit. That's neat. Don't you love it? Because it doesn't, that doesn't come across as cheap to me. It, it's everything's made high quality. You know how I like to carry it up. Like and you know, you know what I think. And you know what I also like about it. It's got a lot of color. I carry it up. And like the trucker hat in the green. Yeah, yeah. Change of pace. And what I like too about this one here. I know we're right. saying shaker, but it's really a step above that because it's it, got the twist off top, and then the top stays connected so you don't yeah, lose it. Right. And like Terry, like she'll it. fill up a thing of water and put some ice in it, and mm-hmm. then she'll sip on that instead of getting water bottles. And mm-hmm. the, so, for those of you that go to work and sit at the cubicle all day or whatever, and you always take a drink with you, mm-hmm. that's something you. Can well, do. It's, got, it's, got, it's got a lot of Rick and oh, oh, look at him oh, yeah, sparking like it. it. Hey, Did sparking. you wash that off, COVID? <laughs> and some of y'all out there that have seen it already in our store, rickandbubba.com, just click on store. You're now hit me with phrases we left out. The bottle's only so big. Yeah. I mean, we can't put the whole yeah. Rick and Bubba dictionary on there. Right. We, we hit some of the more famous yeah, quotes right. on there. <laughs> you can't have a, a big bucket. Yeah. Yeah. You could get the whole never dictionary. Been nowhere. Stay in it. Fun zone. Somebody means business. How about that? I mean, you got, some, you got the heavy hitters on here. Yeah, I do. Got it like we like it. Mm-hmm. Can't have nothing. The only one we're missing says Greg's a dandy on here. Greg's <laughs> a dandy. <laughs> Harry Murdoch. Hey, Harry, sit down. We want to talk to the people when we come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll do phone calls next. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Here we go, and the lines are available. Harry Murdoch, you got your breakfast? Uh, he's in there, settled and ready to take your phone calls at eight six six. We be big. A long distance directly assistance. While you're lining up to talk about whatever's on your mind, I want to go to candidco.com/bubba. Candidco.com/bubba. 
look, nobody likes to have um, a, a jacked up grill. Uh, and maybe your teeth have needed needed to be straightened for a while, and you've been putting it off because it's expensive. Or maybe you know you've gotten a certain age. You're like, I don't know about going back to getting bra- wire braces and and all that. Well, let me tell you. And then you look at some of the other stuff, and they're so expensive. Well, this is the best of all worlds. It's candidco.com/bubba. Their clear aligners are comfortable, removable, and practically invisible. Uh, you're not like the wire braces that uh, you can see clearly and are not all that comfortable. Uh, they only work with orthodontists, never general dentists like other companies do. So your treatment includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist who created your unique plan. So you never have to wonder how you're doing. You'll always know. That's important. The average candid treatment takes about six months, but you'll see some results way before then. It also costs thousands less than braces. So don't put all this off any longer. Join us and start straightening your teeth today. They can help you out, and we'll get you $75 off the starter kit at CandidCO.com slash Bubba. Get that slash Bubba in there. That's C-A-N-D-I-D-C-O dot com with the code Bubba, uh, and uh, you'll get a risk-free starter kit at $75 off. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. Uh, let's start with Mike and Coleman. Listen to 104.7 WZZK. Uh, you've got 30 seconds, Mike. Go right ahead. Yeah, I've got a question for you, Rick. Had you rather build your own house to live in or for the first week of rifle season walk around with a Bigfoot suit on? Uh, I think I'll go with the Bigfoot suit uh, and, and, and and see see what will happen. I, I just can't imagine my life building a house. Uh, I think that would be misery. I'll take it's, my it's chances. It's not for the faint of heart, yeah, I'll tell you that. I'll take my chances. Uh, I don't even. I think I'd rather walk in a Bigfoot suit on opening day of rifle season, even in move again. Uh, just uh, <laughs> any, anything in that I genre. Don't know. Now you're getting crazy. Yeah. Well, you'd have to be real careful, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, hopefully you wouldn't find a me out there. Because I've told y'all, if I see Bigfoot, we're gonna get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. That really ties into a story I was reading. Uh, are you familiar with what's going on in Coffee County right now? No, Alabama. What's the Bigfoot story? Put a hold on that. <clears throat> lines are marked down for a little later. Lines are available at eight six six. We be big. I see you've put a spark in your new Rick and yeah, Bubba I did. I went and water bottle. It'd be a second today, and we're a couple hours. Thirty four ounces of it. Yeah, I'll have to go easy there. Hey. Well, well, that's fine. You sip on that as you go through. Well, you can't have nothing. You know, I mean, hey, that's your biggest problem. Let's start with Josh and Enterprise. Josh, go ahead. Thirty <laughs> seconds. Hey guys, uh, so I saw y'all had Brenda Gann on there the other day, and uh, she just posted she's supposed to be on the Kelly Clarkson show, so she's going big time. She was my science teacher at uh, East Three Notch Elementary School back in the day, but mm. I'm just so happy for Miss Brenda, just such a godly lady, and uh, it's just really what the world needs at this time. It's just a, a good, positive story. I mean, she's just the sweetest woman you're ever going to meet. Too. Well, and also the, what the world needs right now is how to know how to make uh, biscuits properly. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Now, Brenda Gant, what an amazing story, and um, you know, it shows you this world of technology. How somebody just, you know, doing their deal and having some ladies from church that need her to show them how to cook and trying to use the technology to do it during COVID. How about that? Has turned into a Facebook phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that yeah, and, and, and she's I, having a ball doing it too. She she's is. a lot of fun. Uh, let's go to Wes in the great state of Alabama. Wes, Wes. go ahead. Thirty seconds. How about you? Hey, Beggins, how you doing? We're good. Fired up and ready. Hey, uh, Bubba. Yes, sir. A new water bottle. Yes. Uh, alias, is that uh, Alias Sparky? Yeah, Alias Sparky mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Bubba. Okay, Your well, that'd make, uh, that'd make a jogging in the jug, wouldn't it? 
Now I'm lost. Yeah. Jog- I had the first one, but I'm jogging lost. Jogging in the jug? Uh, yeah, yeah, some people, there's jogging a drink. Jogging in the jug. Oh, yeah, right. there's a drink you buy. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you could get that in there. Where they say everything that jogging would do for you is right here in this drink. Okay. <laughs> it's called jogging in a jug. Well, okay. You wouldn't have to do what you did yesterday, Bubba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we going to discuss that or not? What I took a power nap? No, when you no. were stri- when you were when you were running sprints. Oh, before yeah. the power commercial nap. break. Yeah, yeah. I, need to, I was sl- I was hurting yesterday. You're, don't forget, he went to sleep before the podcast too. Mm-hmm. Did you know about that? I, I, well, I heard him say I, I'm thinking about a nap, but I thought he was kidding. No, no, well, I went and took a power he nap. He went completely out. Speedy woke me up. Well, when I knocked <laughs> on the door, I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, he is in there, and let's come back to that because I know we're in the middle of a phone segment. But that's a whole. Somebody segment. write that one down. Yeah. Power nap. What's the big deal? Derek in Gulf Breeze, sunny 105. Thursday's a bad day. Man, that's a tough day. Derek, go ahead. Hey, you guys were talking about the holiday shopping season earlier. As a small business owner in Gulf Breeze, last year was our best holiday season yet. However, I think this year is going to be a little bit busier because people can't get into Pensacola. So where I'm located, it takes you now two hours to get into Pensacola. So between that and people going to the mall, I don't see I think a small businesses are going to have a lot more business this year. Yeah, they may. They may just because of the crowd and what? Why is it taking two hours? The hurricane. Has, I know. Probably is that, so. Is that with the bridge? The bridge. The damage. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. You got to drive around. Yeah. I guess, to get there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Cody, got it's it. really rough down there, guys, and because there's nothing to politicize, nobody's talking about. No, one hundred percent. It is really rough down there. Right no, it now. was. Yeah. This. Yeah. It, it, when that. When that. Uh, when Sally took a different track and hit basically right in the middle of yeah. Pensacola. Yeah, Gosh, was. I remember the days we didn't have hurricanes back before global warming. <laughs> Cody, uh, listen to ZZK out of Birmingham, the legend. Go ahead, Cody. Mac, mac, mac. Mac, mac, mac. Green Acres, guys. Um, so I could have sworn that y'all said toward the beginning of the week, maybe uh, into last week, that y'all were not going to be here Friday doing the show because y'all were going to Washington, D.C. to the White House to right. talk to the president and a bunch of people that have been invited or something like that? Yeah, we're there right now. That's where we're doing the show from. Really? <laughs> no, we, we were recapping a trip we went on. That's funny. And I think you, we didn't communicate that well, sir. Sorry about that. No, no, we were, yeah, we were referring back when we were invited. We, we haven't been invited lately. Nobody touches us with a 10-foot pole right now. <laughs> Hey, Rick COVID. <laughs> really? Uh, Mike. <laughs> I love it. Well, Mississippi, too. Mississippi. Really? <laughs> uh, Mike in New Jersey. Mike, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, Mike, what's up there, man? What's going on, guys? Hey, did any of you see the front page of the New York Post this morning? Nah, tell us what was on there. Uh, it's Joe Biden. It's uh, Where's Joe? Just do me a favor. When you get a chance, have one of the guys bring it up and take a look at it. You're going to love it. Okay. All right. All right. Fantastic. Thanks, Mike. Be careful out there, buddy. Right. Well, look, he's putting in some hard days campaigning. I mean, he's off by 9 o'clock. <laughs> Didn't he take the day off yesterday? Yeah. I know I told you yesterday, but it's I'm going to send it to you. Did I send you the picture of the Joe Biden boat parade? On yes, Babylon Bay. yes, okay. yes. Gosh, that owned me. Sitting there with that mask on and a paddle boat. <laughs> <laughs> Sean in Auburn. Sean, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, guys. Uh, I just wanted to clear something up. I don't know if you guys figured out later on or not about Jake from State Farm uh, going from a white guy to a black guy. It actually had nothing to do with uh, any of the race stuff that's going on recently, the guy actually worked for State Farm, yeah. and then he quit that job. So they just replaced him with another guy that worked for State Farm, and then he actually came back to State Farm, so they did a commercial with both of them. 
Now, what we had read about it is slightly different. You're yeah. correct. He They had a competition uh, and was looking for somebody in-house to do it, and that guy won it. And then they decided when they liked the character, they were going to expand it, that he was not – he didn't have the acting ability to pull it off, so they got a professional actor to do it. But in the original commercial at the different cubicles, isn't this guy that's playing it now, wasn't he sitting there? He was. Uh, he was in cubicle? the cubicle behind him yeah. and actually uh, communicates with him. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Let's go to David and Daphne. David, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, guys. I'm listening uh, to you. I didn't know Miss Brenda, but here you talk about her and her biscuits and teaching people to cook as I'm pulling out a Chick-fil-A. Mm. They sure could use her help with their biscuits. Yeah, the yeah. Chick-fil-A does things so well, and I like their biscuit, but I don't like the actual biscuit that the uh, the chicken breast is in. It falls apart. It doesn't hold together. Their biscuit the actual bread biscuit needs some help. Yeah, we could get Brenda on that. Put put that, that filet in between a Brenda mm. biscuit. Good gracious. Uh, let's go to Kentucky. Dan's standing by. Dan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds, go. Hey, fellas. Just been listening to the show since January. Been enjoying it. Been getting educated. Um, my son works for a major retailer, and they've already got their game plan unless it changes. They're going to be open all of Thanksgiving week except Thanksgiving Day doing the big door busting sales all week long. Try to spread so it they're out. Gonna spread it Try out. To spread bit. out the hype. See, I like my odd even day. See, I think that'd work too. You, you know, sell the same amount of stuff, you just spread out the crowd. Well, you know what happens, though? Somebody will come in on the even day with an yeah. odd tag. We'll have to get somebody to yeah. get out there and tase them. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Then, then, then before you know it, the even people are saying this is the odd day. What's the odd person doing here with the even? You can't get anybody to follow rules. If you've been anymore. to a home improvement store on a Saturday morning, though, I, I mean, I think we're already doing that. Yeah, but what Bubba's talking about when these people get outside the doors and all stuff. Oh, yeah, they all start running in. Yes, you're not going to be able to do that. I don't think stepping yeah. on people. No, we can't do that. We'll be back. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States. Honestly, I think this is the first radio show I've done as president, if you want to know the truth. And you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Nine minutes to the top. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG, the number. Live from the White House today. I'm just just kidding. Uh, So uh, as we come back, so yesterday we do Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. I told you, Rhett Walker, our guest, enjoy his story, his testimony, and his new album we'll be talking about coming up this weekend. Uh, but yesterday, Bubba, you were having a, a little bit of a day, um, and, and I've heard you say that that Friday sometimes can be a, a tired day for you. You've now said Thursday is also a problematic day, uh, and but yesterday it was mainly problematic because you had not slept well the night before. Yeah, correct? I think Friday has its own adrenaline to it, you know, that right, kind of yeah. can pull you out. You may have a low moment, but sure. <laughs> Thursday is my my long day, or mm-hmm. you know, and it's usually my tiredest day. And we do more on Thursday here mm-hmm. uh, for me. And um, so I think it's just that it's the fourth day in a row that I had to wake up in the middle of the night and, and mm-hmm. you know, it's beginning to get to me. And I didn't sleep good. And I've, t- I've said this on the air. Sleep is my number one problem I battle personally, physically. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. And and trying to, to get up and, uh, and hold it together. So um, sometimes when I wake up too early, 
like at midnight or mm. one o'clock, Mm-mm. and I can't go back to bed. That's the worst because mm. I'll start thinking about things I need to do. And before you know it, I'm up getting a shower, and here we go. <laughs> so um, I had one of those nights, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. So I was really sleepy and, and struggling yesterday and uh, after the show, and then we had the podcast to do. So I mentioned kind of casually that I was going to go to my office and take a nap. Mm-hmm. Well, I only got 30 minutes. And uh, somebody mm-hmm. said, oh, yeah, power nap. And I said, yeah, power nap. They're real. Yeah. They work. They do. Mm-hmm. So I went in there, and I cut my lights off, and I just, I've got a little lamp I cut on. And I literally got in my, my office chair and kicked back, threw, threw my feet up on the desk, and I was out. And, you know, I can go to sleep very quick. I know that's if that was a useful superpower, it would be really cool. Yeah. But um, so I was out, and the first thing I remember hearing was Speedy knocking on the door going, Bubba, Bubba, they're ready for you. They're ready for you. Was the door locked, or were you just being kind and knocking? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm always going to knock on a closed door, okay. you know, but um, I didn't know if he was in there for sure. Well, I didn't. I don't think I locked it in case y'all had to get in there and revive me. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah I think that would well, I've got a key. To, to your point, Helmsy, <laughs> that would have come next. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, me opening the door yeah. would have come next if he didn't answer the knock. But I, I didn't know exactly where you were. I thought that's where you had actually yeah. gone. But it started earlier in the day for the two of us because I was going to check mail and I came around the corner and the mailbox for the is just outside the studio, but it's it's across the walkway. And you startled me because I wasn't expecting to see you come digging around the corner at a, at a full sprint. Wow! I mean, just getting it. And I and I stopped and I said, "What's wrong?" Because y'all have always said, "If you see me jogging, <laughs> yeah, oh, something, chasing something is happening." You better well, go I, with us. I just and I'm like, "Okay, what's happening?" That homeless man was chasing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just trying to you know get my blood circulate a little bit. <laughs> right. So you up. were running outside like sprinting. Yeah, this was during a commercial. During a commercial break. break. Yeah, hey, I, was, I was in Stalker Hall digging it up. He, hey, he was even going like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was like breathing right and everything. Well, like, Speedy, that's just because I was walking fast. Right. Well, I, I mean, wasn't that, sure. That really, I, so I think you saying sprint. It was more like a jog. Yeah, and uh, that was about an hour and a half before the show ended. So he, I knew he was already trying to. I'll you struggle. know, okay, here we go. We got to get it going. And you said you didn't have quite thirty minutes. About five after the hour, he said, "I'm gonna go take a nap." And at twenty five past, that's when we kind of get the guests dialed mm-hmm. in and start checking stuff. So he didn't have long. So when I walked back there, I went, well, maybe he's in the in the bathroom or something. So I went and checked. Both doors were open. I'm like, well, so he is in there. Mm-hmm. So I went, Bubba, nothing. Tried again. Bubba, and then all of a sudden I go, <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> can I tell you too? Can I tell you this? I was dreaming. Were you? When you knocked on, you tell me what I was dreaming. I was in a cabin in the woods. Really? And he I was, was looking dreaming? out the and I was looking out the window, and I heard you knock on the door, and I thought, "Hey, Speedy's come up here to hunt for the weekend." <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's exactly what I thought. And Are I you woke serious? Up, yeah, and I I ran in here. <laughs> And you got to admit, I was refreshed. I mean, it's yeah, like uh, it's, well. it's like you had, had yes. pushed reset. Yeah. Oh, look, I used to live. <laughs> I was ready to go. Bob thought he's at Dream Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, no, it was a tiny. It was a small oh, cabin okay. in the yeah. woods, and I had one little lamp going like a moth. Uh-huh. Well, I'm gonna say uh, this: you didn't even look like you had been asleep. Really, you look. I mean, I thought well, maybe he was just in there working. But when you went. <laughs> And like what? And, and I was like, and I felt bad because it sounded like, boy, he was really out, yeah, man. Like you know, like I was yeah, like, hey, man, I, I hey, we're, we're ready for you, buddy. It, it was low tide there for me, and then it was but, over. Uh, it was like, <laughs> but, okay, but, I'm coming. But then that played in. I ran in here and we started right away. 
and I was all fired up. I was full of energy, and about two-thirds of the way through it, I realized, well, I didn't go to the bathroom before we started, mm. and I've been drinking a lot more water. And spark. Which is good. Well, I, I, some in, water. some with spark, but some by itself, And uh, but I've, I've been making a conscience effort, conscious <laughs> effort to dial back some of the soft drinks, so... Yeah. Uh, I've As been the drinking Mellie a lot. It's next to your breakfast. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but, but let me tell you what's. Let me tell you about this. Where is your Yella. spark, by the way? Oh, it's in. It's oh, okay. his new little. Thing. I couldn't see it. But walk the beauty walk of this Mellie here, it's also the same one I drunk during the show yesterday. So I've used one for two days. So oh, that's, that's much better. better. Um, mm. The uh, and and you brought me a regular one and it's sitting on my desk unopened as as witness that I hadn't drunk it either. But um, so anyway, I come in here and well, you and, fell asleep, and it you hit me. Drink it. it hit me during during about midway through that. Yeah, hey, I got to go tinkle, you know. And uh, and we mm. record this thing free free flow. We don't we don't stop and start normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about forty five so, minutes straight. So once we start, we do the interview straight. And I didn't see you signaling me because I was doing the commercial. Well, I thought the best time to do this is during, uh, you know, a commercial. So you were doing one of the commercials, and I started going timeout like that. And you were looking down. You didn't see me. Rhett saw me. He started laughing because he saw me doing a timeout. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I said, I said, hey, timeout. Keep the tape rolling. I'm running to the bathroom. And I, how long was I going? 30 seconds? Maybe a minute tops? Oh, quick. Mm. Yeah, not, it wasn't very long. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I was right back in here. Which, that's good news. And I said, roll it. And I just said, right, Rick did the line on the end of the commercial again when we were right back. Yeah. Well, the reason why that's good that you were able to get back, that means your prostate's in pretty good shape. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there, you know. there, there's going to come a day when you won't get back that quick. Well, mm-hmm. I know. And it's, you know, it's a yeah. sad fact. It's, you know, right. we're not going to talk about stream today, but, you know, that's, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's, a, topic, that's a topic for another day. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think we've. In ever... the old days, you could peel paint. You so, know what I mean? So, but now. Yeah, so, <laughs> yep, yep. No, 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 no winning the battle on who can get it over the bush outside. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. But the. Um, you ran sprints, mm-hmm. took a power nap, and yep. then had to go to the bathroom during the podcast. That it was a strange correct. day yesterday. That is yeah. correct. Yeah. I got to know where did the sprint start? Because when I when I encountered you, you were coming around the corner digging. And is fountain? That, did you, you start the fountain? Do you have a route? Uh, no, or, no, no, no. It wasn't. Y'all. Was this the first time this has happened, and we just noticed it the first time, or has this been going on? A, yeah, he did have a look like, oh, you busted me. You, you're you giving know? you're giving it a lot more than it's worth. I just ran from the door down to the corner and back a couple of times. I oh, said, okay. But you, have you do that a lot, or was that yeah, my Thursday? Uh, I've done it every now and then, but it was called for yesterday because I just. I, I just was in low gear and I could name? not get out. I couldn't shift gears. Do up. you have a name for it? Because you'll name everything. Do you have a name for this? No, not really. Just hey, I went and ran. I just call it that. Bubba's down and by. <laughs> hey, Rick, hey, Rick, hold on a minute. I'm going to do a down and by. And you know, it's, it's brought up. Bubba's it's, runabout. It's brought up memories of Summer of Bubba. And, uh, you know, I've heard about that at the house a little bit. Have so, you? Uh, a little pressure? Well, I just, you know, I need to get in better shape. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It was 1994 and radio was such a bore. Every station that you heard sounded so lame. Then came two good old boys breaking through that static noise. And my radio ain't never been the same. It's a very funny thing how they make us laugh and sing. I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong. You got Rick and you got Bubba. Man, they're just 
Today, Team Rick and Bubba on the field and ready to go. Uh, looking forward to being with the men. The First Baptist Church, Tuscaloosa, Sunday night. Man Church. Uh, honored to be the speaker and be back with these men. Uh, and we'll be implementing the manchurch.com's discipleship strategy and our pursuit curriculum uh, after that gathering. Uh, it is free, but they do need to know if you want to come uh, for how they're kind of laying the room out uh, under the old COVID thing. Uh, so go to rickandbubba.com, look under the events, and you'll see uh, a contact number to let them know uh, that you're coming, and they will plan accordingly. And, guys, I look forward to seeing you guys uh, Sunday night. Then on Wednesday next week, the 30th, same thing will be happening over in Douglas, Georgia. And if you'd like to get that information, that's also at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. And then we'll do the same thing, Avon, Indiana, uh, Indiana right outside of Indianapolis, coming up on October the 4th. Those details are available same place. All right, so uh, so make plans to be with us if we're going to be in and around your area. And if you need information about uh, your men's ministry and you would like us to come along and help you with the discipleship strategy, you got to talk to a church yesterday, and it's the same thing you hear everywhere. You know, we've done our, our prayer breakfasts, we've done our wild game feast, but honestly, we don't have a discipleship plan of any kind, nor do we have any kind of curriculum to use. That's why we put together themanchurch.com, because that's pretty much the case uh, at every church. Uh, or at least most. So we can help you if you'd like some help. We'd be more than happy to do it. So, Bubba, welcome back for another hour. Um, youth, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is now getting another historic moment as she is uh, uh, there at the U.S. Capitol, and she is lying in state. Thirty-four men have been so honored uh, at the Capitol since 1852, uh, and um, says uh, we have. Uh, she is going to be the, uh, the, uh, the first woman. To, yep, uh, to, I think to so. lay in state there at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that going on, so I started getting yesterday, you know, we've got I, – I can I can identify three leftists that listen to this show and watch the show. Right. Now, there may be more, but there's only three that we actually interact with. And uh, and I was going back and forth with one of our favorite leftists, and, and he made the point. He said, we're all admitting now because we, we need to honor Ruth Bader Ginsburg, if you're a leftist, because – she had a leftist point of view, and she ruled in the leftist way um, And when she got opportunities. So you, she's an icon and, and a hero. And, and the, he said, but we're, ha- we're realizing that she really kind of burned us because she wouldn't retire when Obama was oh, president. Oh, yeah, absolutely she did. Yeah, and, and they're saying she hung on too long. And, and I'll tell you why she hung on. She thought Hillary was a shoe-in. Uh, no one thought that Donald Trump was going to win the presidency. Rick, he nope. was behind eight points uh, average in the polls by the experts the day of the election. And then when Trump won, she tried to hang on for obvious reasons because she didn't want to give up that uh, that that space for him. Too late to, then. And and her and she just couldn't physically live mm-hmm. uh, throughout. Almost made it. But Rick, she made a run. Uh, give her props. I mean, she's she's fought all kind of cancer and. Uh, as we've said many times, I you know I appreciate uh, uh, her as a person. Um, I, I didn't agree with hardly any of her uh, judicial philosophy, 
or interpretation of the Constitution, but uh, far as a person, I always try to respect her, made in the image of God, and someone Absolutely. that needs God's mercy, just like I hope I get. A- amen. Um, but uh, professionally, I, you know, no, no, no way close to I, the fact that Judge Scalia cared so much for her gives her some, you know, props in my world. But uh, they disagreed, uh, you know, from a Constitution standpoint on almost everything. They very. I, I don't know. There's too many rulings they were together on. Right. Yeah. So that point is given. She's being being honored, and she served our country, and she was placed uh, in a, a place of authority. We as Christians are called to respect that. Learning more and more about that as uh, we've been. Even Wednesday, we got deep into that on what Peter talking about it, as did Paul in Romans 13. So that that's a given. But it was interesting that some of the uh, the the leftists were saying. She kind of burned us. Yeah. Uh, she and, tried to hang on too long. Mm-hmm. If she would have hung up her robe during uh, Obama's final year, he would have probably, uh, or final term, he would have probably, at one point, he had the votes, I think, to easily get whoever he wanted in. Uh, but she wanted to keep the gig and thought that uh, she'd have another Democratic president. Uh, but it didn't work out. Right. And in all due respect. Miss Cal. Right. In all mm-hmm. due respect. Um, all the respect that should be given by the place that she held and the things that she did, uh, even though a lot of her moral stances I could not oppose more, her, her her view of the world politically in the Constitution, as Bubba said, I didn't always agree with. Uh, maybe I never agreed with it. I, I'm just assuming maybe there was at some time. But her her so-called last wishes, they don't mean a hill of beans. No, it doesn't. So this thing You that, might as well save your pen and paper. Right, that, that Schumer and all that, I mean, well, same thing. Don't play politics with this. If if Donald Trump, uh, God forbid, you know, the, that any president would die while in office, if he, in office, if he was sitting there and my final wish is that I want to do this, that, and this, there's no leftist out there that would care what Donald no, Trump's dying wishes no. were. If Listen, they, if all he, this if, they, is, if you opposed him politically. Rick, sometimes you have the power play. You've got the votes. It's all about the votes in Washington. You've got the votes to do what you want to do. Uh, the other side has to cry foul. They have to find some hypocrisy in it. It's just politics as usual. And like I say, all this goes back to Harry Reid pulling what they call the nuclear option in the Senate. You used to have to have 60 votes to get anything passed. Well, guess what? There wasn't 60 Democrats. The Republicans were blocking everything. Harry Reid threatened the nuclear option. He changed the rules to 51 so they could get some things passed when they had the votes. Well, guess what? Now they don't have the votes. The other side's got the votes, and now they're crying foul. Blame this on dirty Harry Reid. This is where this all began, and it goes back to a character assassination of conservative Supreme Court nominees, and it started actually before that, I've been told, but in my life, I remember and I saw personally firsthand what happened to Robert Bork. And it even termed a phrase, getting borked. When they go up there and you get you just get your character assassinated, he was a great legal mind and just got run through the mill up there and uh, got voted down when he should have been a Supreme Court justice. So don't give me the Merrick Garlic, all that Garland stuff. They, look, Robert Bork to you, okay? No, you're right. And really, it you, was garlic to me when they nominated. If you, if you look, if you look, if you're a leftist right now, you have to be upset with Harry <laughs> Reid and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And they, we've they, always they, said they, this. they created this situation, yep. and uh, if she think about it, if she steps down during the Obama administration, 
you guys get another leftist on there that if they're in good health, they'll be on there till who knows. Oh when. yeah, well they all mm-hmm. live to be a hundred, yeah. so you know. Yeah, and so, that's another thing. I really do think there ought to be a, a if the government itself has a mandatory retirement age. Um, I think the Supreme Court justices ought to fall on that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, really. I understand this idea of lifetime appointment, so they're not uh, bound to politics. I, I even see some of that, but I don't see having people up there at at the age where they can't function. You know, good gracious, bless their heart. There's a time in life you need to pay attention to kids and grandkids and cats and stuff like that. Right. And uh, they, look, them last few interviews, that, that was. That was painful to watch. We don't need that. Right. And I say that with all of them. Right. Conservatives, too. So, um, and, of course, Trump is saying he will get his nom- nominee up there and uh, try to get it in before the election, and we'll see how that goes. They've got the votes, but just wait. You'll get a show. going to nope. be a show, Rick. They'll announce it this weekend. Fifteen minutes past. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Garth Brooks, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. You know, I'm no stranger to the fridge myself. 21 minutes fast. You're welcome, Greg. Big warrior. All right, so we're, we're making our way back. Friday edition of The Rick and Bubba Show. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend. Our guest, Rhett Walker, will talk about the Rhett Walker Band. We'll talk about his testimony, what he's been through. Uh, you're going to get a lot out of it. And then we'll talk about the new album he's got. You haven't heard the song "Good to Me" by Rhett Walker? It's a good one. Give it a listen. Uh, Bubba, you had a. I guess it'd be Wacky World, would it? I mean, well, it's a. How bizarre! Rick, it's a Bigfoot story. How bizarre! Is it officially Bigfoot? Officially? I'm calling it official. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Say, it's making me crazy. It's making me crazy. It's Bubba, where are we going? Rick, we're going to Coffee County, Dothan, Alabama. WDHN has a package on this. And, uh, y'all are going to Residents there say they've heard unusual animal sounds at night, and several ATV riders say they've seen unusual-looking creatures in the distance. The? Today, Mike Gersman spoke to a few people who are trying to figure out what is in the forest between Enterprise and New Brockton. I can just say this. Something's going on in the woods. Oh, yes. Something's Great. going on. That's in right. And you know, of all the millions of sightings and reports... Joe Blackburn and Tanner Medley work at Bama Slam, an entertainment and recreational venue north of Enterprise. Bama Slam? Recently, the two men have received reports from ATV riders of distant sightings of an unusual animal. In addition, folks in the area have heard a loud shriek at night. But it didn't sound like a coyote. Yeah. We get a lot of feedback from the uh, the ATV riders, and one of those recent feedbacks over the last 21, 30 days has been, hey, there's something strange. There's some knocking going on. We hear some screeches. They're not dogs. They're not coyotes. What could it be, right? And this is not the first time there have been reports of an well, unusual no. creature in the woods. In fact, about a decade ago, a crew out of California brought a lot of equipment trying to get a picture in the Asbury community. After reports of a Bigfoot or a skunk ape due to a terrible smell in that vicinity, 
Despite three nights in the forest, they never found any conclusive evidence of a creature. When, when you dismiss all the erroneous possibilities, it, there's little left except some kind of bipedal humanoid ape. What's going on in the woods right here? I mean, if you, if you hear a or a screech, a howl, but that's, I mean, it's not like we have wolves. We have coyotes. It's a very distinct sound. The men say whatever's in the woods, it seems more frightened of humans. They ask if you've seen something unusual as far as a creature or heard something out of the norm in the woods, try and use your phone to get a picture or some form of evidence. Covering local news first in Coffee County, Mike Urspan, WDHN News. A giant of a creature, all covered with hair. Now, what's the Bama Slam, guys? I mean, what's their time? I don't know. And strong as a bear. Y'all better not go walking out there with Bigfoot. Y'all want to sing it one time? Somebody say it. Bigfoot's coming, gonna get you, gonna get you. Bigfoot's coming, so you better watch out. Lock your door. Uh, what I think we have here, Bama Slam, I think is a <laughs> ATV mm-hmm. riding place. Okay. Got it. So you go out, and some of their riders have been reporting seeing some strange characters. I thought it was. You, know, you always I, hear about them doing that knocking. Yeah, I thought the Bama Slam was your body's reaction to a certain hot dog. Place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I will. Um, I think a Bama Slam. We got this knocking thing. We've all heard the knocking thing in the woods. Yeah, I it's mean, called a woodpecker, morons. That's great. I think about it. I hear them all the time. I was sitting on my back porch. Like, Boy, they go, this is not that fast, so you've heard them on the. Well, it's a lazy show. woodpecker, by <laughs> but, dunk, dunk, but dunk, they're dunk. saying that they're seeing something. I mean, this one was just really interviewing people that claim things are going on, and you know, we we have on the best of CD this year. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Bigfoot. Uh, Bigfoot Pete. Bigfoot Pete. Oh, you remember that? He mm-hmm. he gave the sound to us as we interviewed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it sounded like. Yeah. And so we'll. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you 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 can actually hear that, uh, and uh, he tried to tell us there was a screeching. You know, this is a guy. Remember that he, he, he and his girlfriend three. had encountered a juvenile. That's right. And then they'd encountered a female one, mm-hmm. and then one big male. Do you remember yeah. him telling oh, the stories? Oh, absolutely. Three of them. Yeah, that so, was a good one. And he gave really good details. Yeah, you, you'll enjoy. You enjoy. His details are all <laughs> unbelievable. You'll enjoy his story on this year's Rick and Bubba CD. Follow the science. A radio pandemic. All right, so if somebody's <laughs> making noises, or there's a la- lazy woodpecker, as you would say, yeah. Uh, what, what do you think? Somebody's just out there just messing with people, in just some trying cases, to scare you them. Got Gary's in yeah, some cases, right? You think Gary would come out there and make that sound? It's no. just uh, uh, I, we, we, we had to tell this. some of Gary's stories lately. Too. Yeah, oh yeah. I got somebody's going to be a neighbor to Gary. They just don't know it yet. Oh, and no. uh oh. I had to tell them some of that, so oh, no. I said, just watch your mud holes yeah. for footprints. Oh, if you no. see giant footprints, don't panic. They're I, good I'm, ones, too, but I, these creature, I, these well, creatures, These creatures out there, I've seen them firsthand. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that dumb bull, when he does that, that sounds scary. Don't I mean, I can be sitting here watching him do it. It gives me the heaves. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that one time he was up on the mountain doing it, and I heard it down through the valley. That is awful. I yeah, mean, it was broad daylight, and I wanted to leave. You know that's how I had. I, met I had a sidearm on me, on the and I didn't. I didn't want to stay. Was, I met Gary coming out of Wolf Hollow, uh, and oh, he, and, right. at, at Bubba's place, yeah. and I met him, him hiding off in the woods, messing with that thing, and yeah. I'm coming out in the dark. Scary. I mean, I stayed till dark thirty to try to come out of there, and I and I've come because I had climbed, and I got stuff all on me, and I come out to the dirt road, and. 
I was a mess. I didn't know what was going on. It's terrible. And he comes out outside out of the side of the it's the road, going, "Hey, it's a terrible." <laughs> <one."> <laughs> hey, Pete, did you see anything? Hey, that, hey you, shared you hear that noise? Oh, by the way, that's hey. him on the hotline. He says he's got to ask you a question. He me? just texted me. Me? Yes. Oh boy, <laughs> Gary, what? Hey, hey, you're on there, Gary. Who is this? Hey, uh, hey, yeah, who'd you call, you're Gary? On, you're on the show, Gary. Go ahead. Huh? Yeah, you're, you're on the show right That's now. You're on the air. You're on what, the air. What are y'all talking about? Uh, we're talking Bigfoot. about Bigfoot and you doing that dumbbell on people. Yeah. Dumbbell. Dumbbell, whatever it's called. <laughs> dumbbell. <laughs> dumbbell was <laughs> what, what, what I did. actually operating yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I about quit all of that, though. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you <have> not. <laughs> Gary, your own words, you said you'd die if you quit. <laughs> I just seen to take my leg off. <laughs> He's ready to uh, give up a leg. Hey, I'm down here trying to straighten up what you messed up when you were down here the other day. I know. What'd you tell? What'd you tell me the combination of your safe is? Well, I, 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 I can't say it right, right here on the air. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, Bubba, did he tell you what he done down here? No. I, you I know, thought I did. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm telling you. He showed up down here. Looked like he'd just come out of Walmart uh-uh. with a power saw, uh-huh. uh, with a pair of pajama uh, pajama bottoms on and tennis <laughs> shoes on cut firewood. Uh, oh, boy, that he dresses well, for the job. He's ready he? to work, wasn't he? Rick said, "The uh, hell with Carhartt." <laughs> I do need to get the uh, combination. All right, well, hang on a minute. I'll tell you. <laughs> hang on. I can't do it on the air. <laughs> hang on. Right, three times 30, back left. <laughs> hey, I mean, you can't even have a. We, we got a ton of calls about his yeah. safety using the saw, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah hitting no, Gary with it. Gary, I was, yeah. I was following your instructions. Everybody yeah. got mad we at you. We got to break that down. They, hang said, on. they said you're dangerous. All right, we'll be right back. Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba <laughs> coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't stop. All right, we're back. 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. And, um,. We we got Gary called in. I didn't know that he he said he won't talk to me right now. And he called on the hotline and he he was needing a combination for the safe. The preacher man says it's the end of time and the Mississippi River. She's a cold. Gary, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I got it out. Okay, hooked oh. up. Okay, did you good? Okay, all right. Good so yeah. yeah, that was a uh, boy, Gary. I was. Uh, I don't know how in the world you tried to keep a T seventy and a two forty three. Well, well. I, well, I can, I can, I can tell you how that happened. I mean, uh, here we go. What was this? Uh, here we go. Somebody say. A woman and the kids and the dogs and me. Gary describes trying to work with me. What was you called it, Gary? Trying to work with a two hundred sixty pound eight year old. No, I'd say three hundred pound eight year old. So what? What Gary was was asking about, you know, and and, and you know when, and I, and I know what the problem was. Is I thought I could have something. Yeah. And uh, number one. I, I I went down to the farm on Monday and I was just like, man, I'm going to get so much done down here. Mm. And um, and I had to I had my day laid out all the things I was going to do that needed to be done to get ready for hunting season. I didn't know I'd end up you know doing chainsaw work with Gary and you know and and you know and Gary, I, I, you had to be kind of proud of me on that chainsaw. Oh yeah, you was you was all right. You you know, 
What really got me is when you put it in the wood and you started sawing the saw like a hand saw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're trying to help it. I said, Rick, you don't have to do that. I said, if chain's sharp, it's going to eat its way through there. You don't have to saw it back and forth like you're using a hand saw. Yeah, well, you know, I usually just hand saw things. I like I really, that over his oh head. Yeah, that overhead is safe. Reach out that's as far what, as he can move. That's yeah. what Gary told me to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good move. Well, yeah. well I mean, you, you're not experienced on a saw like I am, you know, which I'm not, you know, I'm not a journeyman or nothing like that. But, uh, oh. but Gary, you know, but Gary, that, uh, how'd you like that limb to your head, Gary? How'd you like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, how'd that feel? You know, he, he, he could have waited for me to move. Yeah. <laughs> we cut all the way through it. Well, Gary, but, I was just following your instructions, and now people have been critical of what with the way you're telling me to do it. Well,. I mean, well, they're gonna be critical anyway. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, and, I, and there is a journeyman. Expert. I I was uh, I was worried about you know you told me you, you I, I put it down on the ground safely to crank it. and You liked it went nuts when I did that. Oh no, you gotta you gotta you gotta crank one like Marcel Ledbetter cranks one. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, course you you Greg used to be work on the tree crew, and so you knew what he was talking about. He, he wanted me to hang. Was it called? Uh, he didn't want me to sit down and. Crank it on the ground like they tell you to do. Yeah, just drop. He wanted me to drop crank. Boom. And he, what did you say? You say, no, hey, if you want to be a man, now you got to drop crank it. Well, yeah, well, I seen how that worked out, too. It's mm. like you believe. Well, I, I got it like, what, the second time that I tried it, second or third? I finally got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. You you, you just got a little, uh, little more time to go. So You'll be all right in another you know, six, eight months to use it every week. Right. <laughs> Gary, Gary, let me ask you a question. When you're down there at the farm and you're working, you're getting stuff done, and you see Rick's truck pull up, what, what's the first thing you think? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you know, I had to untangle his fishing rod. <laughs> you know, I bought I bought him a, a new uh, fishing rod last year for his birthday. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Coming, so, up, coming up again. You know. It won't be long. He lets, it, he lets everybody in the Everybody that comes down here use it, and they don't know how to use open face. You know, you get wasp nest in it and everything else. And <laughs> that's where it wouldn't cast, so I had to work on that for 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. But, and then he went out there trying to shoot a 270 and a 243. Well, let me, let me, Rick, well, let me tell everybody what happened on that. So, did he jam one up, Gary? Well, what I, what I did was oh, this. Was I, was what, I, what I did was this, is, and I thought I could have something. We finally got most of the work done for the day. And I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and side in these rifles, be sure they're ready for the season. And and it looked good, but, but I was real organized, too. I literally took each rifle and had them in their, their carrying deals, put them in the back of the truck, mm-hmm. and I went out and set up, because this is the thing I think about. I know this sounds bizarre. Hmm. Why not have the gun sighted in the way you're actually going to shoot it? So I went and set up on a green field, and I set up my targets like it would be a deer on the wood line, and I took the guns and, and said, I'm going to see where, where the grouping is. Out of a shooting well, house, propped up. Mistake. Yeah, and uh, I mean, that's your first mistake right there. <laughs> Why was that? Because you don't. I mean, you don't want to go out there and target practice in your grain field. You're going to be hunting all. <laughs> you run them all off, yeah. Gary. I mean, Gary. So the deer, the deer are going to be put in shock forever, uh, about two months before the season starts, and never get over it. Uh, I mean, I've well, killed, I've shot, yeah, they, I've they, shot in the greenfield one Gary, day, come back uh, two days later, and shot a deer in the same greenfield the next day. Gary, they've gone to live somewhere else now, yeah. haven't they? So. Uh, well, I, I, I just don't agree with that. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, let's go and let's side our rifle in in a situation we never face. Uh, so anyway, I uh, I set it up, so I thought, well, this is perfect because i gotten one of the more comfortable shooting houses, one of Gary's favorite. 
You know, the one he says ain't no good because right. he didn't build it. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't have yeah. one. Well, I saw some pretty shooting houses Jeff got the other day. Oh, too. Yeah. oh yeah, he sent me a picture of him. Hey, Gary, tell Graveyard. tell 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 Bubba what you do when you go to a shooting house to hunt. Well, I don't I don't sit in the shooting house. I sit on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why Why do you sit on the ground? Well, I can't I can't hear nothing. I like to hear a deer grunt or a limb break or something like that. If you sitting in the shooting house, you can't you you might hear it, but you don't know where it's coming from. Some, so, so he won't sit in the shooting house. He sits beside it. How do you like those houses Jeff got? That's funny. Oh, they, they're pretty nice. I mean, they're they condos. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is Gary's new client that I've you now had to take a back seat to as well. Oh, but, great uh, but Gary, what happened was so I, I take the rifles and I set I them didn't out. Know Jeff had help, did y'all? No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I guess you know, I, Bubba, you want to go in with me? <laughs> and that way, Gary can talk to both of us because that's his favorite. But anyway, Greg. But anyway, so let me tell you what Gary like, hates worse than one boy's two. Yeah. But but anyway, all right. So somebody don't like take a money. <laughs> hey. So I took the rifles and I literally would take a rifle, put out the you know the the, the bullets for that rifle, and I had my bullets mm-hmm. stacked stacked up, and then the rifles you know there's there's different I've got I've got three hundred two seventy a, a seven millimeter oh eight mm-hmm. seven millimeter oh eight and then a two forty three that I was going to sight all those in. So unfortunately, the two forty three bullets and the two seventy bullets are from the same brand, and I got two uh. boxes over there. So I finished with a 270, put it down, and reached over there and grabbed another 270 bullet instead of a 243. Mm. Put it and in a, a 243. Well, I, that's and, just like a lot of things. You know, it don't work out like you think it's going to work out. <laughs> I know. For a minute, you know what I thought, Gary? About the time I – you know which one I was sighting in last? 243. Yeah. You know what that meant? Yeah. Hey, this, is going, yeah. this is going great. Yeah. Look at, look at the time I'm making. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, look how sharp I'm being. Yeah. So, right, right before I had that bullet with them indentions in it stuck in the gun. Hey, and what what about hey, when you, you ought to see that thing? Looks like it's been run over with a train. I tried to. I tried to be careful. The, the, the lead's just bent over. Well, I was trying. Oh, I was God. trying to lift oh, it out no. of there with some some pliers, Rick. And Rick, everything. you yeah. and a bullet and pliers. Oh, I don't think oh Rick. Well, I thought. Well, I was, I that, well here's what I'm I'm I about to have heart attack. I understand the design of the gun. It won't shoot the wrong bullet, which is wonderful. But it wouldn't let you eject the bullet. And it's like the end grabbed it, mm. uh, and it wouldn't let you pull it out of there. Yeah, you got to have to go in well, and release it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's done. Did you I get? Mean, a, did you, you get? I re- wouldn't believe how much stuff I got to fix when he comes down. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you kind of wish he'd just leave his farm alone, don't Gary, you? Gary, I'm just yeah. trying to learn. Yeah, I kind of. Well, right now, I kind of miss old Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> At least Bubba could do something. You know what? Oh, I yeah. do to get out yeah. of the way. But what's worse, Gary, somebody yeah. like me that doesn't know anything and knows I don't do any, anything or people that think they know more than they know? Well, you know, it, it, it's tit for tat, you know. <laughs> What? <laughs> either way, Gary. Uh, yeah, it's uh, either it's, way. It's you're saying way. you're saying each one presents its own unique <laughs> yeah. list of problems. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, Bubba, who's your who's your buddy that's fixing to move down there beside of? Well, I'd, I'd rather not say right now. It's kind of like the combination code. We can't give it on air. Yeah, right. don't need to say it on air. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that you know it's all the paperwork's well, dry. Yet. Now, when you say by Gary, do you mean in, in up there around his uh, house or down around Lake Mitchell? Down like Lake Mitchell. You talking about Lake Mitchell? Because <laughs> they like to have well, steak and a salad. <laughs> right. Hey. He must be pretty well off because that house so went for a good bit of money. 
<laughs> he knows. Uh, he, already, he already knows the house and everything. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna have to go down there and meet him. I guess. How close is it to you? Uh, it's not far. No, why would you do hell. this to a friend of yours? Or wow, hell! Y'all know who it is. Y'all just do don't it? know you. Okay, know who okay. It is. Well, you tell us in the break. <laughs> yeah. Because <man. laughs> <laughs> I've got a friend whose father-in-law lives right next to Gary, and it's it's one, it's a continuous, non-stop. <laughs> And I mean, it, it, it's it, everywhere. Every time they look around, that, like that time you told them about the windows. Remember that, Gary? About the, about the oh, windows yeah. who's putting in. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I got a fresh made dumbo down there. So, oh, there you oh yeah, yeah. 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 you ready? Some big push, right? right. That's you mean good. you mean the Mitchell monster? There's a monster down at Lake Mitchell. <laughs> Well, all right, I just gonna holler at y'all. Hey Gary, thank you. So you got it resolved? Yeah, yeah. I'm all. Uh, I'm just gonna leave the safe open because you know I, I can't remember that combination. <laughs> okay, thank you, Gary. Gary, hey, I might come down and cut some more wood this this, this weekend. It's jamming though. All right. Well, I'll be at the river, so. All right. Yeah, but you, where are you gonna be? Lake what? Lake Michigan. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend. Rhett Walker, our guest. Catch that when you rise for the day tomorrow. Gang's all here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. And Bubba, where do we go next? Uh, I know you were talking about this. uh, Well, Rick, uh, there was a a rather explosive uh, report came out yesterday. It's from a a uh, publication called The Federalist. And uh, it has to do with court documents that was filed by General Flynn's uh, defense attorney. And I'll say this, and I know, again, you can't say anything that's not in the political filter. And certainly we have our preferences, too. But I think there's some times that we need to come together across the aisle and say, this should never happen, no matter who it is to. And, you know, one of those things we talked about a long time ago can a president play golf or not? Let's decide, can they play golf and what is an efficient amount? Uh, and it not, we always go through this. If they're a Democrat, it's bad. If they're a Republican, it's good or vice versa. You know what I mean? I get so I, I tired could, of that. I couldn't care less how much the president he, plays golf. I, I, I get tired of it. If he's making his meetings and he yeah. knows what's going on, I don't care if he's out there every day. Give me a strong mm-hmm. defense and lower my taxes. Yep. I really don't um, need the government for much anything else. That's and right. one of those things I put under this is the now known as Operation Crossfire Hurricane. And this was the FBI investigation into candidate Donald Trump, then President-elect Donald Trump, um, that he was somehow under the influence of a foreign agent for Russia. Uh, Even at one point suggested he was a Russian agent, if you remember. Now, this all has to do with James Comey and really a strange, strange turn of events. Um, And it has all come out during the prosecution of Michael Flynn. And there was more documents released yesterday and actually filed into the record by his attorney 
that have internal FBI notes and text messages that detail the extent of the FBI's desire to take down Trump and his associates at any cost. Now, the FBI had tasked agents uh, by then Director James Comey to take down Trump during and after the 2016 election. The agents who were getting their orders and following orders, like good agents do, were so concerned about what they were being asked to do that they went out and purchased liability, professional liability insurance to protect themselves wow. Wow. less than two weeks before Trump was inaugurated president. Previously hidden FBI text messages disclosed this. The explosive new communications and internal FBI notes were disclosed in a federal court filing from Sidney Powell, the attorney who heads the Michael Flynn defense team. Um, one of the agents uh, text, we all need to purchase professional liability insurance. Then, uh, at one point they even said in the text, Trump was right. Talking about they're referring to the fact that Trump is saying he's being illegally targeted by this investigation. And they're even agreeing with him while they're given the job to investigate Wow! in their own, um, uh, you know, and this whole thing. Rick, I think blew up because they thought that they could investigate Trump. And, and you remember uh, in one of the Peter uh, Snurk, Snark, Snick texts that, that he had where he had said, we have an insurance policy against Trump winning. You remember when mm-hmm. Lisa Page, his sweetheart, mm-hmm. had said, hey, what, 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 what happens if Trump really wins this thing? And he replied to her, we've got an insurance policy. Don't that. worry yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, Part of that insurance policy, they thought this investigation would never come to light because they thought Hillary would win. Then when Hillary did win and Jeff Sessions had to recuse himself when put on the spot in his confirmation hearing about it, which I still think Jeff Sessions thought that was the right thing to do, um, it gave them a period of time that they knew they had to cover their tracks. And then they went through this extensive thing of trying to get some of these rumors into the news cycle so that they could be investigated. See, they really didn't have the evidence. So what they did, they went and told Trump their shoddy evidence they had. Then they leaked the fact that they told Trump to make it a news story. And then they used the fact that there was a news story about it to go to a judge to get a warrant to investigate. Well, he's showing, Adler's showing some of it now uh, that they, yeah. So, so all of these texts have been made uh, public in these court hearings, and it's really too long and too twisted to, uh, for me to try to explain it to everybody on the radio. But what you need to do is go and read it for yourself. And the reason I'm saying that is that I don't think that – I mean, to me, and Rick, you've mentioned this, this is so much more and so far illegal and so un-American – that it makes Watergate look like a, a lemonade stand. That's crazy. And you have the FBI who is out to get and take down a candidate that they don't like. And they are manufacturing evidence, leaking it to the press, and then using the press covering the story as a legitimate excuse to go and get a FISA warrant to do more investigating. And they're fishing. They're just looking for something they can hang, hang him on. And, of course, they never found that. So, and then there was the cover up, and you had all of that going on. And it, it was some of the top Obama officials who were involved in it. You had the head to the FBI, the CIA, intelligence people. And 
I'm saying that to say this. I don't think anybody should ever have to go through that again, and I don't know who needs to go to jail and who needs to be prosecuted over it, but I wouldn't want that to happen to Joe Biden. I wouldn't want it to happen to Bill Clinton. Uh, this should not be happening in the United States of America. The, the FBI should not be used as a tool to get somebody on political ground. Well, you have to understand, Bubba, we, we started watching this happen, you know, because this is why our founding fathers warned us against tyranny. At just You remember the day on 9-11, you hear it and we played it back. We said if they had access, these terrorists, to, to nuclear weapons, they would have dropped them on us today. Well, what the Founding Fathers knew, whatever the government has access and whatever they can use against you, they will. So be careful how many weapons you give them. And so what we found out is what does the government do now? If I don't like you, I get you with the EPA. If I don't like you, I get you with the IRS. If I don't like you, I get you with the Department of Justice. If I don't like you, I get you with the FBI. If I don't like you, I get you with the CIA. And all that should tell you is government always ends up being tyrannical, and they'll use any weapon that you allow them to have against you if they deem you to be politically uh, a, a political a threat, op- to a threat, a political yeah. threat to them. Yeah, because Rick, the people are involved, and people are a flawed thing, and uh, sometimes when they get to the highest level of power, they they enjoy it and they don't want to give it up, and they'll do whatever they have and to. And you can to hang see in it. these texts, they're saying, as Bubba mentioned and Adder just showed you, they're saying, "Hey, we're, if this ha- if this happens, this happens, we're all we're all screwed in this." And you see it in their texts. They're, they're they're talking about it. Clapper, Comey, all those guys. And you remember they were coming out screaming Trump. We know he's dirty. We know mm-hmm. this. And they did not have one scrap of evidence. We know what they have now. When they had it, they had nothing. They were out there selling a PR position. Yep. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. From the pine belt to the and from the goat. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Here we go. As soon as you are able, I am to make the break that we are From the broadcast plaza and teleport, a brand new hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here. We'll get your phone calls coming in. Harry Murdahl's got those covered for you, and we will chat this hour. Put your hands together and welcome back there on mic number two, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. We have uh, we have much to do going uh, forward on the program today, Bubba, and stories to cover. Um, the um, Is everybody there for them okay? Yeah. Well, we're getting some emails, and I'm, okay. we're trying to work through some issues. Okay, all right. Uh, so uh, we have you seen that uh, – that Sir Charles is getting himself in a, in a, in a little trouble today. And, you know, Charles. Well, that's that, yeah, that's yeah, not a lot. That's not yeah, abnormal, yeah, is it? Charles, uh, you know, Charles always, um, uh, he's he's always um, trying to, uh, you know, be concerned about what people think about him. You know, I mean. Hey, this is Charles Barkley. You listen to the Rick and Bubba show. So Charles uh, has, has come out and, and talked about some of the inconvenient truth here uh, involving the Breonna Taylor case. And he's uh, he's he's got some people upset. Uh, he he's talking about uh, it's you know, look. It's a tragedy. It's horrible. Everybody's been saying that nobody uh, likes what happened. But then you get to what is the uh, 
what does the law allow, what actually took place in the details of the story. And he's sitting there, of all places, on the NBA on TNT, uh, and uh, he says that Breonna Taylor's case cannot be put in the same category as those of uh, uh, George Floyd and Ahmaud Aubrey, uh, because he says um, it's horrible that this young lady lost her life, which we all agree. Yeah. But we do have to take into account that her boyfriend did shoot at the cops and shot a cop. Uh, so like I say, even though I'm really sorry she lost her life, I don't think we can just say that we can put this in that same situation as the two men I just mentioned. He said, I just don't believe that. Uh, and then he goes on to say, uh, I hear these fools on TV talking about defund the police and things like that. We need police reform and prison reform and things like that because, you know, we ain't going to defund the cops, white neighborhoods and rich neighborhoods. So that notion they keep saying, I'm like, wait a minute, who are black people supposed to call? Ghostbusters? Um, <laughs> when we have a crime in our neighborhoods, we need police reform. Like I say, white people, especially rich white people, they're always going to have cops. So we need to stop that defund or abolish cops crap because it's crap. <laughs> so there's Charles. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, again, that's uh, – well, I don't think anybody would accuse Charles of not being black. Mm-mm. I don't think, any, think anybody would accuse Charles of being a conservative. Mm-hmm. You know, Because if you're conservative and you're black, then you can't, you're not black anymore, according to Black Lives Matter and people like that. But I don't think you can really label Charles – any of those things, you know, Charles, <laughs> Charles does think for himself and, mm-hmm. uh, he probably would say he doesn't align himself with any party solely, but he leans to the left more than the right. Uh, and, uh, he's just saying she lost her life cause she got caught in crossfire that was started by our boyfriend mm-hmm. and the district attorney and, and other civil defense lawyers, even one that was the former president of the Louisville chapter of the NAACP said the ruling that came down from the grand jury was correct, and they punished the officers officers that were punished under the, how the law lays out the way that you can punish them based on what happened. And, yeah. and they didn't charge them with things that the law does not allow. Yeah, I, and there was a lot of confusion. Everybody thought the attorney general is the one that came. No, the, the grand jury is, is, is who came to this this ruling, and he read what what the results that they came came to, like – yeah, it wasn't totally his call. No, yeah. no, no, and and there was like, well, how can he do? No, it was a grand jury that that came to this this verdict, not him. He read what they what the conclusion they came to, and it's sad that you know that all the major major websites, the Fox News, CNN, USA Today, all this is a big story that Charles Barkley spoke spoke with facts. Yeah, and, and that's I guess it's because it's it just hadn't happened. Well, that, well, I think you you hit it, Speedy, and I, and I think that that's the point. Why is it such a, a big story that any person of any ethnicity just simply read the facts of the case? And and yeah. I, and you can go back and talk about what was going on and all the different things, but I think where we make a mistake, and, and Rick included, and I'm trying not to do this, is I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm not going to really comment on what I think one way or another on the case until I've heard what all happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, and you got to take them and rule on them individually. What we're trying to do now, I guess, to get the numbers up, to make it look, to try to substantiate a narrative, is we're willing to grab any police shoots person of color and lump them all together like the exact same thing happened in every single case, I guess, to make it look. Because if, you, if you're trying to get a, a, a narrative confirmed of there, there is a narrative that Colin Kaepernick started back when he knelt for the national anthem that white policemen are hunting down black people to shoot and kill them, 
if you, if that's your narrative, then you're going to need a lot of evidence to confirm that narrative. And I think in a, an attempt to do that, you sometimes start, you just grab any case you can grab yeah. and throw it in there when mm-hmm. really you should take them individually and the people involved should be punished to whatever level they violated uh, the authority they were given. Right. And then make reforms if you need to. Um, you know, I know, Bob, like you said, you got in trouble because we, those people on the other side think you're not allowed to question law enforcement in any way, shape, or form. And that's not form, and that's not true either. Yeah, I think uh, you always got to look at your your policies and your procedures. I think really where the rubber meets the road on this is the current rule or current interpretation of when you can use deadly force, not just for police, but for individuals. Right, yeah. And, it, you know, uh, I remember when we went for our FBI training, you remember that? <laughs> yes. uh, you know, <laughs> we, <a> <laughs> we all thought that you had to, someone had to shoot at you first, and that's not the rule. If you feel that your life is endangered, you have a right to use deadly force, and right. that's a very broad interpretation. And, and I really think that's where the debate begins. Yeah, if you want to go, like I was, I was talking to someone who, who was saying, you know, it's trying to look at both these things balanced. And one of the things they said, certainly abolishing police and defunding yeah, police. That's silly. Th- these are terrible yeah. ideas. But these are some things they're talking about, and you hear this a lot, like in this case. Re- require all policemen to wear body cameras uh, while they're policing to be sure that we can wear body cameras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that helps them too. Yeah. Now, that, now, well, now that re- it just sets the record straight. Mm-hmm. It gives you evidence. Yeah. Independent review boards for police departments. And some cities do have that, some don't. Mm-hmm. You know, this goes into the you don't you want the unions to do their job, but you don't want the union protecting people that shouldn't be there, right? You know, right. Uh, and and they talk about that. You know, that the 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 unions take a look at them, see if they're uh, able to dictate. You know, the terms of how and when an officer can be fired. Are they given too much say? I mean, not too much say, but too much authority, and right. they should have a say, right? Uh, and then um, uh, so that's one better training. Uh, um, and that's something that we can look at. You mentioned that, and everybody got mad at you. But maybe the training's fine. But but there's nothing yeah. wrong with looking at it. Uh, maybe maybe uh, I don't I don't know. Do, do do police officers do they have routine drug testing? I mean, you're in a, you're in a place of sure. a lot of authority. Yeah, yeah I assume oh. they do. I'm just mm-hmm. do they? Yeah. Well, I, 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 I would I think know. that you that that should happen if it ain't happening. Right. And uh, and of course you you want to help with PTSD and some of the trauma that the police have gone through too. And and I'm sure they. They have that. I mean, somebody mentioned that was something they would want it, like to know. Do they? Did the policemen have what they need to help with how this mentally affects them out there? What right. they have to deal with. Right. I'm sure they do, but if not, that's something to look at. So these, you know, these kind of discussions a civilized society can have. But when you start talking about doing away with law enforcement, that you got to be well, yeah. you got to be out of your mind. That's the problem. There's an element here that's not civilized society. They're just. Uh, uh, want to to run everything like uh, it's it's you know just outward anarchist. I mean, I don't know well, another word. That's the best word to describe them. They want no rules of any yeah. kind, and uh, the, whoever is the biggest and the meanest out there wins. Well, what happened is is you had citizens in a country where human beings are given the authority of law enforcement, who say, "Let's can we all get together." and do the best job we can in an imperfect world with imperfect people to minimize anyone being killed unnecessarily by law enforcement. Very reasonable statement of any ethnicity. Mm -hmm. But if you think that uh, there's anybody being targeted from a bigoted standpoint, all that, that should be addressed as well. But then what happens when those that just want to have this civil conversation try to have it, all of these agendas and movements hijack it, 
And then they start yep. in trying to indoctrinate you into something you think, oh, good, they're here to help, only to discover they're not here to help anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be part of this group. Well, if you're not part of us, then you must be you must be with them. No, no, no. I'm an independent thinker. I'm, I'm not Black Lives Matter, the organization, right. nor am I over here trying to take up, uh, you know, acting like there's no flaws ever in law enforcement. I'm a citizen, honestly, trying to to, to make law enforcement and, and interaction with it, with citizens the best I can. I'm also not going to be afraid to talk about the citizens' behavior that right. puts them in a situation with law enforcement. Well, you can't talk about that. If you talk about that, you're selling out to the man. No, no, no. We're going to have a comprehensive conversation, and we're not going to have one at all. Mm-hmm. But we can't let these extremist groups on either side come in and hijack the conversation. Yeah. And I think that's what Charles Barkley's trying to say. I'm taking each case individually. And I may agree or disagree with Charles on a case-by-case matter, but he's saying you got to take them case-by-case. Yeah. And I'm sure he's in a lot of trouble for that, but Charles has been there before. Yep. We'll be back. It's 16 minutes past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I hereby, with the powers bestowed upon me, as an official godfather of the music mafia, bestow upon Rick and Bubba full, full official membership in the music mafia. Amen. Hada bagada hee Hey, everybody, this is Big Kenny of Big and Rick, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. Can I get a yee 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. Highly anticipating uh, more college football joining the others this weekend, the SEC. We talked about that. But I got to tell you, I'm probably as excited, if not more excited, about the potential of a presidential debate coming up on Tuesday night. Now, I know I need to just calm down and tap the brakes because that ain't going to (laughs) happen. It just yeah, not going to happen. Rick, I, I'll tell you, if they walk out on that stage, I'm going to be more shocked than I would if Bigfoot come up here and pose for a selfie in front of the window. <laughs> All right, so, so, so tell me how you feel about this. <laughs> this, this is Hannity's angle on this. Who's oh, Hannity? Sean Hannity. Mm-hmm. Hannity? Sean Hannity? Or Hannity? Hannity? Hannity is Hannity. a T, isn't it? No. Yeah, but I mean, you over him. You did. You over him. You left the ends right. You said it like manatee. Yeah. You you left you left you you left out the ends almost. It's like it's like handy. It sounds like you call him that. Yeah, you know Sean Hannity. Hannity. What what did Sean say? I know we got three segments left. All right, so um, he says that that Biden has been in his basement not only because he don't want to go anywhere, but they've got him memorizing answers. And he's going to memorize about about three or four answers to each category, <laughs> and he's just going to keep repeating. Them. Where did he go? Hey, hey! Where did he go? I'm about Sean Hannity. He's Sean Hannity. Does anybody know? Sean Hannity. Basement Joe. Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity in the party. I'm listening. I lend a handy. I lend a Sean Hannity. Well, what do y'all think about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, he's going to come out like he's a robot. A, he said that's the only way he can get through it. Well, he can't go and just no way. and just be back and forth and change whatever. He's going to have Hannity. They're, they're yeah. still doing too you good. You talking about Sean Hannity. They're doing too good in the polls for him to have made as few stops as he's made. Mm-hmm. Out west, he's still polling good. Uh, I mean, it's a close race in a lot of states. So. Yeah. 
to have him get on that stage and potentially say, "Who am I?" Keep it up. Yeah. Oh, and that's potential. I had to. Oh, great. I was trying to measure that word. There's, there's I know another, another word, word that comes to be, yeah, come, to, come yeah. to mind. They're yeah. dealing with clowns, but yeah, right. uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, yes, yes, and that'd be perfect. I think he's gonna get his boy to stand in for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's hey, good. If you well, don't get hated, if you, if you don't, think, you bring him up, he'll get hated. If you don't think Donald Trump will not turn this oh, into a goodness. Hunter Biden oh. question and answer period, you're kidding. Nobody else is asking. Is Joe gonna have his mask on and pull it down when he answers? and push it back up. We're going to hear woodshed and all this kind of how many stuff. Times, how many times will, will college kids play drinking games to how many times Joe says, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Come on, come man. on, man. I will Joe. Huh? Come on, man. Means I don't have an answer for that. Give me a second. Wait a think about it. Pocahontas yeah. just got to come the – Come on, man. Think about it. Think come about on, man. All right, so now we all talk about this because <laughs> what, what we're trying to get now, the left is try to get us to go to, to uh, mail-in voting. Not absentee voting, but mail-in voting. Well, people mail. people keep saying, well, there's no evidence of having a problem with mail-in voting. Well, we've never had mail-in voting proposed on this level yeah. uh, for a presidential election, and everybody going to it in such a short amount of time. Now, there's some states out there that have had it around for years that have probably got some of the kinks worked out in it. But just to make the point, if anybody says, well, there's no examples of this, well, we got one now. It's in Pennsylvania. The Department of Justice has sent a letter to a Pennsylvania county on Thursday ordering it to change its practices after multiple military ballots were found in the trash. Mm-hmm. The issue surfaced earlier in the day when the DOJ announced that it had recovered a number of discarded ballots. While the Justice Department would not say where they had found the ballots, they did say that they were recovered and some of them were cast for President Trump, while the others were sealed before the FBI could recover them. Um, and this was in uh, L-U-Z-E-R-N-E County. Good grief. Um, I don't know how you say that. Luz- Pennsylvania. L- but Luz- the point Luzerine? is, what, Luzerine? why in the world are ballots that were mailed in out in the trash can? Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter if it was two or 200. I mean, what, what are they doing in the trash why can? Why are they in the trash can? Well, that's not where we want them, right, if we're trying to elect them. Not if you're them. Well, no, it should be in some place that it's being counted, and it should be sealed and guarded because if there's a recount. So can we agree, no matter what party you support, we don't want people's mailed-in votes to be in the trash can? Look, I'm gonna say this, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach yeah. across the aisle to any demos that will that will have the courage to do so. Make a deal. I'm ready to make a deal on three things. It doesn't matter how much golf any president plays, as long as he's doing his job. Uh, no president should be put under investigation because of a made-up dossier, just because you have a political agenda against them, Democrat or Republican, and that if we have true mail-in voting. Ballots should not be found in the trash can before they're counted. I think that's a. There's, I don't. Can I don't, we all go with that? Or in a ditch? I think we can go. No, no political agenda on any of those. Look, the whole thing about voting. The reason we've had secure elections is because you have to show up to vote, and that way the voting people control the environment. They're able to do the counts. Uh, on a presidential election, we don't have a election. We have fifty mini elections. Right. And that was the way it was designed by the founders for a reason. And, you know, it's always been done by the local people in each state to put these elections on. And the rules vary slightly. But I, I, I got you. If we're going to go to a mail-in system and you want to do that or go to an online system, we've got to be sure it's secure. And this rush to – look, 
a presidential election from now, we may have this locked in and dialed in. It may be great. I just don't think, and I don't have confidence, <clears throat> as many people don't right now, in this system. No. Of course, the demos say that, well, we got a lot of people who want to vote Democrat, and they don't want to go to a polling place because some of them might have a police record or they're, they're intimidated by yeah, that. Right, they're afraid yeah. they're going to be grabbed right. out of line sure. and, you know, frisk or whatever. Okay, I'm sure I that's a that. big big fear out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and and the uh, the Republicans go, well, look, we don't want we don't want this because we think that y'all just going to mark all the ballots you want to and mail them in. And we're not talking about absentee ballots. That's a whole different thing. We're talking about mail in where the general public gets to mail in their ballots. Harry Murdahl, take your seat, sir. We'll come back. Strap in, my friend. Ten lines are available. We'll talk to you about anything you want to. And you can start dialing now. We'll talk to you right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour. Phone troll music is around. Harry Murdahl, standing by, ready to go. Phone screener. Uh, extraordinaire. Ready to put your phone calls up. Ready to go. Distance, directly assistance, Erico 212. Do you have your car under the car shield? Well, then I, I hope you still have warranty then from the auto dealer you bought it from. or Because uh, if not, whatever uh, happens now, you're going to write a check for. Unless uh, it's a covered repair under a car shield protection plan. They take care of it hassle-free. If it's a covered repair, they, they go directly to the ASC certified uh, mechanic of your choice, the dealership, if that's what you'd like to, to use, then, of course, to the dealership as well. Uh, they give you a rental car while yours is being uh, repaired. You get 24-7 roadside assistance at no extra charge. So go pick a protection plan. They start about $99 a month. Go and pick a protection plan that, that will serve your automobile. That way, if that check engine light comes on, no no anxiety. And, and, and you, you know the plan. Uh, you can call them 1-800-665-2157. Mention the code Bubba. That'll get you 10% off the plan you pick. Or you can go to carshield.com. Use the code Bubba. Also 10% off of the plan that you pick. And I'm getting good emails about CarShield. Thanks for sending those. Let's start with um, John in Cahaba Heights. John, you got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Thanks for listening to ZZK. Mick, mick, mick. Mick, mick, mick. Hey, before I make my comment, I wanted to tell you, we got two sets of Giza Dream Sheets due at the house today, and I can't wait to try them. Oh, you love them. Hey, Giza. Uh, Bubba, um, I just want to commend you. did such a fantastic job of laying out the FISA warrant applications, the criminality involved, the abuses that took place. You just did an outstanding job, and all this from a man who can't pronounce the word Chihuahua. Ah. <laughs> I was waiting for a butt in that. No, but, 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 Bobby, you can't say comorbidity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <you keep laughs> David, That's, I think I said it right that time. Good news, you won't comorbidity. have to use it a lot, you know. I think I'm on it now. I comorbidity. You see him looking around so proud. He is. <laughs> very good. I never, boy, when I learned to say architectural review, I what was a so day. excited. Goodness yeah. gracious. Let's go to David in Oxford, Alabama. Dave, welcome. How are you, buddy? Hey, good morning, guys. Go big old. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm I'm expecting this debate next week to be like the debate in 1992, the vice presidential debate. <laughs> Commander James Stockdale, who was <laughs> Ross Perot's running mate, his oh, opening boy. statement was, 
who am I and why am I here? <laughs> yeah. you, you remember when his hearing aid went out no. and he couldn't hear the question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it did yeah. during the debate. <laughs> Greg, it was and he got to fumbling with it. <laughs> you you remember? remember that? I don't remember. Y'all, I, really, that's where somebody ought That's why they it. have the, the saying, throw in the towel. Uh, Where you throw in the town, you get them off stage. Yeah, just just yeah. bring the hook out. Athens, Alabama. <laughs> Great. Let's go to, uh, is that J.R. Carter or Junior Carter? Oh, J.R. Hey, J.R., welcome. Hey, how's it going? Good, Good buddy. Hey, Aaron, get him. Uh, I just want to tell y'all, y'all are sitting on a gold mine. Why have you not come up with a redneck show with Greg and Gary? Oh, well, look, the one thing that, that'd be too much redneck in one room. I was about to say that's what the world needs is another redneck show. Yeah. Uh, that's hey, it. I want jo- I want the job with hitting the beat button. If y'all pay me for her beat, <laughs> if I go pay the beat, thank you, Junior. Tanner, Bubba's calling from Bama Slam. Tanner, go oh, ahead. Tanner, hey, we just saw hey, you on TV. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? Good morning. Hey, buddy, how are you doing? See Bigfoot? Pretty well. You know, been on the hunt. <laughs> well, it, looked, it looked like you guys uh, were having some sightings down there. Yeah. Yes, sir, for sure. Um, not for sure. Of, it's not for sure. <laughs> We've had reports. We've had 11 reports in the past 21 days. Watch out now. Now, now Tanner, look, I'm going to ask you a question. Just seriously, yeah. I'm, I'm going to time out. I'm going to give him a time out. So, so tell me about y'all's business. You, you rent four wheelers for people to ride, or you rent the place that they ride on? How does that work? Yes, sir. Well, Bama Slam um, is an ongoing music and arts festival and a good time at a location called Ten Buck Two. It's our special entertainment district. We've got 1,600 acres, uh, 36-acre lake. We've got 45-plus miles of ATV trails. We've got a water park, a saloon. It's going to be a world-class tourist destination resort, um, kind of like uh, Branson, Missouri in the south. Okay. So Do a lot of the sightings come from people that's left the saloon. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner, you know where we're going with this. I mean, the uh, yes, sir. So, the, so when when are you are they really saying Bigfoot? Because what what I what I'm thinking for you is it's almost like when I watch the news story, y'all talked started out saying people were talking about something half man, half beast. It says some kind of screaming sound, and then it all kind of turned into a Bigfoot story. I didn't really feel like that's what y'all were even suggesting. You're just saying there's something out here in these woods that everybody keeps seeing that we need to try to figure out what it is. Well, I mean, we were being um, ambiguous because, you know, we don't know for sure. Um, I do know that around 2012-ish, I know Ronnie had seen Bigfoot, and that's where it all started, and I guess they're back. So not really sure. Yeah, Tanner, cats are back. Tanner, let me say this though: it, yeah. it's probably not bad for business if there is a monster that everybody's looking for, right? I mean, just between us. Well, it just depends on what kind of attitude he's got. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, that's well, I, I know several lakes that have tried to increase people coming to them, and you know, I, it, it seems like a lot of them end up seeing some kind of monster. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that can help. I'm not saying you're doing that, but that could be a motivation for some spottings, right? Well, that might be. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, well, thanks for the call. Tanner, it looked like a fun place yeah. to come ride, though. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, if y'all, y'all get some good pictures on some game cameras or whatever, send them in. We'd love to see them. Thanks for the call, man. Can you rent an ATV or do you have to bring your own? Do you bring know? your own, I bet. 
Probably, yeah. I mean, you don't want that. Well, it's got liability. liability on yeah, it's a long way to pull a trailer. Billy, welcome to oh, the Rick and Bubba show. Down there and take a look, don't you? You do not. I do. Billy, go ahead. going this weekend. Tanner, email me. Hi, appreciate you guys. <laughs> Billy, Billy, we, we hey. you go ahead. Hey, uh, can you hear me, guys? Yes, loud and clear. Barely. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Well, hey, great. We appreciate, appreciate you guys. No, I didn't know if you'd seen the presidential debate uh, with uh, Jeff Dunham. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. With, yeah. Uh, Helmsy uh, sent that out to all of us yesterday, and it was oh, and it was very, it, it was, was very funny. funny. It's kind of a bit up to me. Hey, that, that, sh- that shot collar is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Jeff Dunham himself is a bit too. I don't know why. <laughs> really? You know how I am about puppets. <laughs> oh, yeah, Greg. I don't, why would I think you would like Jeff Dunham if you don't like people interacting with puppets? I mean, that, that'd be time. saying that you had a thing against Bear Bryant because you had this disdain for football. Of course you would. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah I would rather him just pipe in their voices instead of them having, you know, people out to hide their face and look at talking. <laughs> <laughs> You're not big eventually <laughs> nah. Uh, let's go to um, Nolan. Nolan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, 30 seconds. Yeah, guys, hi. Um, I don't understand why they need to change the in-person voting um, system. I understand why they want to, but they only really need to do, like, three things with the, the traditional in-person voting. You know, number one, they need to just put a plexiglass for the staff members that are sitting down collecting the ballots. Number two, um, put down more duct tape, you know, stand here spots. Well, you know, the one thing that kind of gets in the way of this is the, you know, the high priest of health, Fauci himself, said he, there's no science that would keep us from voting in person. Nothing. None. This, this, taking advantage of the situation to yeah, push well, what you want to do. Put a mask on, vote, and leave. Put a mask on, vote, and leave. But this is, this is what I'm saying even to my conservative friends. We used to go to the bank. We do it online. We used to do this. We do it online. We used to shop. We do it online. Voting is headed to some new form. We just need to be sure it's secure and it's safe and everyone can participate. And that's what we need to be working on because it's going to change. We're not going to keep going to polling places in the future. So let's get ahead of it. And get it safe. But to your point, let's. It's probably good for the next election. Yeah, this is too yeah, soon. Not, we've not had a, a couple of weeks. We've had a lot one. of people, a lot of states that are run by people who think it is to their advantage to have mail-in voting that they will score better. That's why they've done it. That's why they want to do it. They feel like it's good for their candidate, so they've tried to rush it through. Well, it's just going to be a big mess. It's going to be a big well, mess. It's what's going. Well, on. they saw an opportunity is why it's being rushed That's through. It. They they've got everybody yeah. afraid. Well, they think they can, but but we know that mail-in voting, we know for a fact that that has issues. And Bubba, to your point, I don't. It goes back to this thing about green energy. When you get ready to go to the next thing, it has to work. To your point, there's a reason why we require in-person voting and we do absentee voting. There's a reason why we like those two. Because we do those two, because if we don't, these bad things can happen. Until you say we don't have to vote in person anymore and these bad things won't happen, it's still going to have to stay the same because there's a reason that we're voting in in person right now. It's not like the horse in the combustion engine. There's a reason we're voting in person for security and getting a clean vote. There's a reason we do the absentee voting the way we do. And until you come up with the alternative plan does not have these – weaknesses the these these areas of problem then then we're not going to move forward so we need to be working on not what party can have the best advantage 
but how can we vote another way and it be secure? That's what you right. got to get mm-hmm. to. You can't just call it like, hey, we're moving to windmills. Well, I mean, is the windmill going to be able to do what we need it to do? We got, we got, this is archaic. We're destroying the earth. We got 10 years, right? COVID's going to get us. We got a mail in vote. Well, well, we got a problem with mail in vote. And by the way, no science says we can't vote in person. We vote in person not because we're archaic, we vote in person because it's the most secure way to do it. And until the alternative is just as secure, there'll be no alternative. We'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, We'll take more of your phone calls and check the stories that we may or may not miss. Coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, we have phone calls coming in, some stories that uh, we still had out there that we have not covered. We'll wrap up. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, coming up this weekend. Our guest will be Rhett Walker, singer-songwriter, uh, about his latest album, but also a very cool testimony. If you were like us and you were a big fan of the Rhett Walker band and they kind of went away, uh, what happened? We get the whole story, including uh, uh, the life story of Rhett uh, coming up this weekend, and then you'll have a talk about his new album that's out, too. All right, so, uh, and, and then, of course, I'll be doing Man Church at First Baptist Church, Tuscaloosa, coming up Sunday night. If you plan on being there, let them know. It is free, but, of course, we're trying to space everything out, and we'll be, be uh, launching those men into small groups with the Pursuit Curriculum that's provided by themanchurch.com. So, Bubba, did you see, and some people were sending this, we touched on it kind of in passing, about you know this this Governor Newsom in California is is, is just a sideshow. Well, yeah, I, I know, and we got an email about his, his latest thing yep. that he signed out yep. there, and honestly, a, a caller brought it up. We didn't spend much time on it because it was so silly. I, I mean, really, I I'd rather, I, and I put in the email, you know, the flat Earth people make more sense. So <laughs> I, I really couldn't even comment on it. It was so silly. And what Bubba's talking about, and it was on Wednesday's show when it was brought up. He's planning to sign an executive order that would have the effect of banning the sale of all passenger cars that run on internal combustion engines by 2035 mm-hmm. uh, and banning the sale of light and heavy-duty vehicles that run on gasoline by 2045. And what the funny thing that Bubba was talking about and the caller we were mention- mentioning is this is a state that ha- has does not have the ability to provide power to all their citizens year-round. So what are they going to do? Remove all the combustion engines and push everybody into what what powered cars? Electric. We're Electric. Add, we're going to add a little load. <laughs> Electric. You idiot. You 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 nimrod. I, I mean, what do you? What? Of course, he won't be around in twenty thirty five or yeah. It, it's like I mean, it's like uh, us outlawing you know something we don't like in in twenty seventy. That'd, that'd probably be about as smart. You, uh, it would be like us outlawing any any alternative that exists for wiping your rear end while we're running out of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, what he needs to do, as opposed to that, is if he really excuse me, you watch it. Oh boy, uh, excuse me. Um, he needs to try to promote the growth of people like Tesla and other companies so that it becomes feasible for the public to want to be an electric car you also need to lay out for us how you're going to generate the extra power you need to charge those cars let us know what rivers you're going to dam up what canyons you're going to flood what precious animals that uh, you don't want to take off the environmental list you're going to have by the way if you flood a few of those cannons uh canyons you got out there 
uh, backing up lakes for hydro, guess what? It'd also be a good fire break. Wait a minute. <laughs> what a confused Wait America. just a minute. Are you confused? <laughs> Are you telling me that if we ain't got enough power to power the homes in California, we may not have enough power for everybody having an electric car? You, you know what? I'm mad at myself. I didn't get you to do that about six thirty one week when one last one day last week when you're at home. Hey, where's all these fires coming from? <laughs> they just they just like burn with, on that underbrush, and they just run wild. How do y'all down there in the south where all you idiots are keep powering fires from happening? <laughs> Did you see now they, they've decided, I saw this yesterday, there may be evidence, they said, this was a report, that the latest fire, they call it the Bobcat fire, oh, was started by the power company. They've requested a section of wire be taken down for investigation. Well, you know they- In other words, if they can find a spark that they say came from the power company, see, they'll try to make them pay for it all. Well, they already have. Yeah. You know, they've had yeah. any lawsuits. Remember, they about put them. Well, that's why power's so expensive there. Mm-hmm. And and once I again, mean, they, they won't. hammered about two years ago. They yep. won't let yep. them cut the right-of-ways. And if mm-hmm. you don't cut the right-of-ways and keep those lines clear, you're going to have spark. Yep. Huh? I've never seen anything so bass accurate as this. Yeah. I mean, really. Or I it, guess when it gets too dry, they say, I'm sorry we had to drop your power out. It's too dry. Something might spark since y'all won't let us trim it. Right. Look, so, like I'm saying, dam, enjoy up, the dam up some rivers out there, flood some canyons. Uh, that, hey, that makes a great fire break. Guess what? A blaze won't go through a lake. Huh? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Are you huh? saying water won't burn? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, confused America. Hey, Greg. You worked for the power company, didn't you? That's right. <laughs> hey, if I put a bunch of tree limbs around the transformer and it sparks, will wood catch on fire? <laughs> huh? Does wood burn? <laughs> like him swapping. He's got a lean today, what's too. What's wrong with these people? He's got a forward lean. Hey, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> Wait a minute. What's wrong with these? And then they call us a bunch of hillbillies and, yeah. back and backwards. <laughs> I tell you what, lights I may be a hillbilly and I may be backwards, but guess what? My lights are on and my yard ain't on fire. <laughs> that's right. I ain't breathing smoke. <laughs> you ever tried to breathe your, smoke? Ooh. If your definition yeah. of hillbilly is I got air conditioning, <laughs> my power's on, and my yard ain't ablaze, and I am. Welcome yeah. to hey, California. That's why we're barefoot and pregnant out there. <laughs> that's right. We're in a good mood and our yard ain't on fire. <laughs> Comfortable. Hey, California, y'all keep electing the Newsoms of the world in New York City. Y'all keep electing the de Blasios of the world. Y'all going to be back in outhouses. Yeah. That's right. Y'all going to be taking a dump in the woods. And it ain't Trump that's getting you. It's your own self. Yeah. To uh, to the phones we go. Let's see. I live in a place that has fires a lot. Mm-hmm. Should I do more fire breaks or less fire breaks? Mm. Mm. I think I'll take a, a tough one. I'll take a no fire breaks. Mm. Well, hot dang. What you, is you talking this? about fuel? Is that what, what you're talking about? Rick, excuse me, is that a 40-foot flame coming toward my house? How did that happen? I mean, what is gosh. this the flat earth people in charge of fire prevention? Oh what gosh. in the uh, it's you know, going on? Fire, hey, fires need wood, fire fires need fuel. And and fire wind helps out. Wind. Hey, we got some of them too. The Santa Anas. Have you seen oh, them babies? Much y'all are doing rolling blackouts, and y'all talking down to us in 2020. Are you? Kidding Let me tell you me? what. With your potential you for a fire, bunch of nim- you, you need to. Hey, you need to be cutting forest. I mean, forget our little 40 foot wide ones. Y'all need about a half a mile wide. Ones. I mean, 
Golly. Good night. Wait just a minute. I tell you. You mean to tell me wood burns? <laughs> what? You know, we used to have a saying, hey, sometimes you have to lie in the bed you made. You know it? They don't trim around transformers. I mean, can't, does have you seen the pictures guys, of, of what their right of ways yeah, look I mean, like? I mean, Rick, the people at the Ronald Reagan Museum bring goats in. I know. To chew down the grass so they don't have a blaze 40 foot tall that Wait, encompasses the minute. building. Remember, it was going right at it and it and it quit. You remember You remember seeing how little the fire oh, was? Goodness. How about Ronald Reagan, even in a, a memorial, was able to stop the government's stupidity with goats? I know. All right. Thanks for being right. with us. Uh, I hope you have a good weekend if you're leaving us right now. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Somebody help again us. this weekend. Uh, Tuscaloosa Sunday night. Uh, Lord willing, I'll see all you guys that are attending. Everybody else, have a good weekend. Talk to you Monday. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.